I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Don't fuck up this clean take. God damn, if my clock is always 1.9 seconds behind, it's just like, just auto, like, you know there's an issue. Oh my god, so like, if something like a 9-11 happened, you guys would know two seconds before me? Fucking A, dude. Must be nice. Wait, must be nice to be me, two seconds in the past, not knowing about all these tragedies. Fuck, dude, I live my life a quarter mile at a time, though, unfortunately. Baron Corbin is like the definition of badass. Drop. Hello. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. Ooh, big boy. I'm Matt. You say. Big boy. Big boy. It's great present. <laughs> Guys, remember that commercial where the guy has to read off his, his password over the phone? keeps yelling big boy <laughs> no i barely do because i can't give you any other details besides that <laughs> something like that happened to tyler and brady um they're calling in for like their internet and i forgot they what their, they name it something bad yeah you know, something it was like like big it was like horseman 69 of course mm-hmm. um I, I had to do that with i had to do that with century link once I had a, and it, it it was something real real fucking it, oh it was um urinal goblin four twenty sixty nine okay okay uh, I say, say fuck yeah because CenturyLink can they just they they fucking dicked me around enough mm-hmm. you know Same what I mean <laughs> give them give them hell my uh, give them hell my friends had one that was a spear fuck the lord. Hachi machi. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Is that talking about where they stabbed Jesus when he was on the cross with a spear? Yeah. And water came out. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what they back in the day they're like, hey look, you guys want to go spear fuck the guy up on the <laughs> up on the old T up there? Up yeah, on my, the T? Mine was just gonna be wet and gushy. Uh, but. Mine's wings and pizza. Um we're a professional wrestling podcast on the Eavesdrop huh? Podcast Network. Uh, Despite all the evidence to the contrary. Yeah. <laughs> um, happy happy birthday. Happy late birthday to the Zack Attack. Thank you. Uh, I'm, also, glad you got to, I'm glad you got to spend it with your best friend, Mark Andrews. Yeah, it was a good time, you know, just um, sat there hating myself. <laughs> Waving your arm to some junior? Nah, he seems like a cool dude. I just hate his music and lifestyle. He just sat there as he just like air drummed a Blink One Eighty Two. He's like, dude, I think I got it. I think if you put me, I in can Travis play drums room, on this, dude. If you put it's me like, and Travis in a room, I could hold my own. Is is your friend around? I like him more. <laughs> um, no, he, he's too busy getting ripped. Spud or no, not Spud. What the Flash fuck Morgan Webster? Flash Morgan Webster. Yeah. Wait, little yeah. Elton John looking motherfuckers trying to get ripped. He did. Damn. He did. He's speaking of Elton John. Also no, has my same birthday. Also ripped. <laughs> also also get, ripped. Also getting fucking jacked. Also March 25th baby. Also ripped. <laughs> so is Aretha Franklin and Reggie fils former head of Nintendo of America. Ooh. Ooh. There's a very good show about Aretha Franklin on Hulu right now. Definitely recommend checking mm. it out. Mm. Mm. Aretha. Birthday. Oh my god! Flash Morgan Webster looks like a different person. Right? Okay, I want to look and see. I'm gonna see how look Jack him up, T is. Look him up. Look him up. While we before we talk about 
fast lane. It's, yeah. I like how we always make jokes. It's like, oh, we're a wrestling podcast because we like talk about like other shit for like four minutes. And then for like the next two and a half hours, it's wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it will get wrestling. Yeah, Don't worry. It'll get wrestling. Mm-hmm. Unless it's just Zach and I. And then it is um, very quick. Yeah. Well, then I it's think- just 50 minutes of no goofs. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you got a. If you got you got a two person booth right there, you I mean who's who's I, you, I felt like Zach, have time Zach and I like really really dove into wrestling like on the 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 two the two boys power trip mm-hmm. episode we had wow so mm. it sounds like I'm the one who's fucking everything up no you wow we can discuss our chemistry you, off off thing but we, <laughs> oh, let's just bring it out here so what no, is this so let's just do this in public <laughs> where am I. Um, but there's there's different balances between all. This is why four of us is always the best. There's different balances. Yeah, when, when the Russell boys are back, when in there's town. mixed, when it's mixed up. Yeah. And Oster and I turns out to be a combination of um, the strongest social anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Um, among the four of us, when it's just the two of us, and the like, <laughs> I have the most little limited things to say, and so. <laughs> And he says he does have a, he has a list of words he can't say. Yeah, I play taboo every week on this show. You know what's interesting? But he plays the we... character of taboo from the Black Eyed Peas. Oh yeah, oh uh, yeah. Before some, so this the most honestly the most comfortable I am just talking openly is on this podcast. Yeah, in in person, absolutely not. No. But it has affected the way that I because like my job now is completely like telework yeah or whatever so sometimes i'm just talking to like like my like the strip ceo and i'm like what's up man how's it going dude because <laughs> <laughs> i get in podcast like zoom <laughs> but he's a guy he's a nice guy yeah it works does but, he uh, appreciate your bray wyatt jizz jokes <laughs> uh he likes when i talk shit on the company <laughs> that, that, he might, you know, he's that, a ceo and he's like yeah fuck oh that, that says a lot more about him than it does about you <laughs> I mean, like, you know, I'll do it jokingly. I know how to toe the line, also because of this podcast. <laughs> because you habitually step over it? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure in the archives. Well, let's ask Bryson. Bryson, sure let did. us know. Yeah, apparently sure. Bryson. Let us know when Matt stepped over the line. I know. I'm very curious, Bryson. Send us an update of how far you've gotten. I'm very curious. <laughs> I am also very curious. And anyone who is uh, following in his footsteps... Don't. Uh, don't. <laughs> Uh, yeah, stop. I have a spreadsheet. I have a spreadsheet with some data of how much listening you have ahead of you, <laughs> and I almost don't want to send it to you because I, I want you to continue. I uh, yeah, I would have You're stopped at there. episode one because the audio is so bad. I thought that one didn't even get released. Well, the well, real episode one. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's whatever. Let's talk about. We also lost like half of that episode. Mm-hmm. Beginnings, uh, uh, humble beginnings. Now humble we're beginnings. all in our rooms and our uh, microphones, and arguably a little more, arguably the most humble, yeah, of beginnings. Uh, you know, we reverted, reverted. We yeah. did, we did. That's the nature of this. Let's talk about fast lane. Oh my god. Okay. Was- Riddle beat Mustafa Ali, and then Mustafa got mad at his friends. His friends um, got mad at him too. Oh, yeah. I actually, I, I liked the match. Yeah. Because it was, it was mm-hmm. if it would have given him more time, it would have been really good. But like for what they had time, it was better than it had any right to be being on the pre-show. Mm-hmm. I saw that, so uh, Mustafa's been working with a minor like tear in his fucking, one of those CLs, PCL, 
yeah. ECL, whenever those things. NHL. Yeah, so he has a partially torn EC3. And stuff. So it's like, why is he? I don't know. It might get, from what I've gathered, it looks like there was more of a plan for like retribution to fall apart at Mania. And they were kind of just like, well, actually, we're just going to do this on the pre-show at fucking uh, Fastlane. <laughs> well, it probably sets up something for it. I hope so. Otherwise, it's like, this dude's been working with a fucking injury just to get his whole shit rocked on the fucking pre-show at Fastlane. No disrespect. Yeah, be respectful. To Fastlane? Yeah, be respectful <laughs> of the Fastlane pre-show. <laughs> Peter Rosenberg works so hard on it. And I hate him. (laughs) It is. Basically, it's basically a part of the big five now. It is. Oh, go ahead. I just don't understand why Retribution's splitting. They haven't done anything anyway. Because it's just a fucking slow toilet fucking roll down to the end of their careers. They are still at a point where I think you can save them. But Mustafa was saving them. But I mean, like. You can save them from not having to be T-Bar for the next five years. Exactly. Like you can yeah. save them from retribution. <laughs> I, I, so I like out randomly just, I re- realized like I had never, or like I watched TakeOver Portland right after we like came back from it last year, mm-hmm. but I hadn't like watched any of it since. And so I just watched that recently and like was just like filled with like, like sorrow over like Dijakovic not being used as well as he could be because he's so good like that match with Keith Lee there like he could be so much more and like might as well just like yeah fucking hit the eject button on this and get something going for these guys you could even have like Mace and T-Bar still be a tag team Mm -hmm. because they're fucking huge like it'd be a cool tag team um, just take off the mask. Hell, even still call Mason T-Bar. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, no. keep the cool names. No. Like, honestly, if you would have just gotten rid of the goofy fucking masks and shit, like, it could have been, even with the names after Mustafa Ali had, like, kind of gone over why he did it, like, you could have made it made sense. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. would have been cool. But, like, the presentation from day one was lacking, except for when, like, they had the chainsaws and shit. That wasn't even them. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I just. Yeah. D- they're not destroying WWE. They're fucking losers. Yeah. They, they dropped all the shit that was like, what's this cool new group? They dropped uh, all of that. They're a great metaphor for like corporate, like, um, like activism. <laughs> Very yeah. true. Like, yeah. How like useless they are and how much just part of the system they are. I just I think they should just change his name to Donovan T Barjakovic. <laughs> T Barjakovic, dude. T Barjakovic is a cool name though. Um, I yeah, I do hope that you're right that it is building to something fun, and I'm just excited to like because every time every time they're in the ring and I see Mia Yim, I'm like no no, especially like with Mia Yim because it's just like just her with like the Hannibal Lecter mask and that's it. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just yeah. like. Yeah, so the idea of setting the pushing the reset on them, uh, I still like the idea of them all hanging out. Or at least for Mia Yim, just like uh, remove her, let her just go do her thing. She'll get over. She can be the HBIC again. Mm -hmm. Call it a day, and then like you can have fucking slapjack still with like Mustafa and T Bar and old fucking Dio Madden (laughs) (laughs) getting fucking. F five through a table, then disappearing forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 
Mia Yim, especially like just packaging wise and look and like in ring style, like she is so unique and like has so much to offer just like without having to put in the work to like, you know, like establish what her character or gimmick is or whatever. Like it's inst you, you get it instantly. Like, and it's, and it's like super rad and like, unlike anything else. So like, it's just the biggest waste. Like Don Dijon, like he disappears into that role. Like you, he doesn't look the same, you know, like you have to remind yourself that that's him. With her, it's just like, yep, that's me again. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one of your best, like, women's wrestlers in the company just coming out and standing around during tag team matches. Yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. Like, there's more malleability for sure with someone like uh, Shane Thorne. You know, where it's just like, okay, TM61 didn't fucking knock everyone's socks off like those cool-ass video packages led us to believe they would. We can get this guy under a mask and call him fucking Mace. That's fine as hell. But, like, yeah, with Mia Yim, it's like, that's the HBIC. Like, she already has an established fucking presence. Are you saying that Shane Thorne did not have an established presence when he was in the infantile stages of the Hurt Business with Brendan Vink? (laughs) Oh, you're right. You're right. I completely (laughs) forgot about that. And I actually just forgot about it again. I honestly don't remember what you... Brendan Vink, Hurt Business, Hurt Locker... (laughs) Remember, as fuck. remember when Austin Theory was friends with uh, Andrade or whatever for a minute, and then mm-hmm. and then went back he was to in NXT. a WrestleMania match last year. Yeah, and he's <laughs> the only one still there from that. Yeah, I mean, Gar- Garza was also part of that group, but he wasn't in the match. Yeah, but that was <laughs> like, I feel like he was there for like two weeks and then just disappeared and then went back to NXT. <laughs> Oh my gosh, we'll keep it in place, but we got Andrade Andrade news to talk about. Because he was, um, Austin Theory also then joined the Seth Rollins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And then um, some allegations came out. Oh, that's why they they hit him. then got punished. Mm. (laughs) Then he was a geek for a long time just losing. Now he's... Now, now it's kind of like working Eric out for Matthews. him, to be honest. No, he's just as far a baby. As, as far as business goes. He's Eric yeah. Matthews. Yeah. He is Eric Matthews. Um, let's talk about Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler uh, defeating Bianca to. Belair and Sasha Banks. I skipped it, per your recommendation. Well, it didn't. The thing that sucks is it didn't change anything that we hadn't already seen on the like episodes of fucking SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. So it like, didn't. It doesn't stick out as anything special. It's like it, no. yeah, it just kind it's of felt a, like lumped in. It's a waste of the main title division and the tag team division. Like Derek, you and I like talked last week about how like this story for Bianca and Sasha like fighting at Mania is the easiest story in the world to tell. Mm-hmm. You don't have to tell it. Bianca just has to challenge Sasha and just like have it be like a war of like respect and that you know devolves into disrespect yeah that is like the easiest story in wrestling to tell right. and they like instead like it's like they like had to put on like a modifier it's like in like video games where there's like the hard mode you know like mm-hmm. <laughs> to like as an extra challenge that's like what they're doing with their writing for this they're like okay we have to involve the tag team division it, for some it, it's reason. such a wwe thing of that like if you're going to be feuding that your partners and you break up and that's going to give you more of a quote unquote, like personal 
like edge to it, not just like it's four of the belts. Yeah. Which is fine it's- too, but like the bullshit part about it was that they the first time that they introduced that to us, Bianca and Sasha worked great together. And it was like, wow, these are really fantastic competitors who who can work together for the goal of like wanting to be victorious. And then the idea there is to build like, yeah, who is the best of the best? But then it devolved into this thing of like, oh, now they can't work together. Oh, shit. It's like you already started us down this road, and then you just changed it to like a way worse like, version of it in the middle. I was listening to the uh, After the Bell podcast with Corey Graves and Vic Joseph, because uh, Bailey was going to be on it. Mm-hmm. Ding dong, hello. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and um, Graves like had like a way better storyline explanation for this than they've been talking about. It's like... When Sasha looks at Bianca, like that's what Sasha like wants to see like as herself as like the fastest, strongest, best, and all this, and that she's like almost scared of it. I'm like, oh, that's an, that's so easy. That makes mm-hmm. so much sense. Like, why isn't that just the story? And that's why like Sasha's being a like a heel is because like almost not necessarily jealousy, but like protective of her spot. And it's like mm-hmm. that's right. actually what I see when I look in the mirror. So I gotta fucking put you down because like mm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like all this stuff that I fight for all the time just comes so naturally to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and all, and also like you can then so easily tell like the flip side of that too of like Bianca has like you know all the nat like the most talent like the you know all the EST stuff, but she doesn't have a, any accolades like title wise. Like she never won the NXT title. Like you can easily tell like Sasha is so decorated and be like they want what each other has, but like. Also, don't want to admit that the admit that fact at yeah. all. Yeah, totally. That's so easy. Mm-hmm. That's a good fucking story. Yeah. That aside, though, the mania match has got to be sick. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. As long as it stays mm. the way it's scheduled at the moment, <laughs> yeah. it will. That also, one's not going to change. Yeah. yeah. I I want to give a negative shout out to the cage side seats writer who wrote that. Just garbage article saying that these two need Flair Charlotte in the match to have to, to main event. That's insane. It's, it's like I so cage side seats like you know there's staff writers who are generally vetted better and then like community people can like submit and stuff like that and they t- just accept stuff a lot yeah, and yeah. so this is not like necessarily a reflection on cage side as a whole or anything but just the fact that they ran it this, is so bad. Yes, there's this prevailing. There's this prevailing idea for some reason that it's like, oh, WrestleMania is not WrestleMania if Charlotte's not there. Charlotte's not there in the big picture. It's not really WrestleMania. It's like, why? Why are you? I don't know. We, I think all of us have a, a healthy respect for Charlotte as far as, uh, you know, what she means to the business, like the work she's put into the business. Sure. But like, it's not. She doesn't have to be inserted into a main dad on TV. Yeah, (laughs) she was also gone for most of the year, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He was. Yeah, Yeah. she had like she had a cup of coffee down at NXT. Oh yeah, Yeah. and then disappeared for a while. Like, uh, like I, I even like I've said, like I consider myself a Charlotte fan. Mm -hmm. Like recently, like I think her, she's, I see her the same way I see Randy Orton, like where. Like I, they're not my favorite worker. Even though I, I think I like Charlotte better than Randy, just to watch. But like, I just respect and like appreciate how solid they are, and just like, you know, I Charlotte's truly great. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need Charlotte in 
like a title match. In fact, like I want Charlotte to have a match on Mania, but I don't want her to have a title match. I want her to just have a one on one match. Have her, win like, that, have her win that battle royal is what I say. Like I think like and I think it's better for the women's division, like to have Char- if Charlotte's available for Mania to like put her in another feud because she like from the perception of someone like Vince, she's a a you know a, a woman that is worthy of a storyline outside of the title picture, mm-hmm. which is unfortunately like a rare instance. I, mm-hmm. I would, you know, say for like Vince and Pritchard and all them, like she's over enough that she doesn't need the title to have a mania. Match. Yeah. I'm trying to and think so, like, that's who better. Is, uh, Peyton Royce. Oh, no, I feel like that would be a, a, a feud that could happen. I think so. I think I- they're hit. Well, not yeah, hinting or anything for Charlotte because she was out. Yeah. Uh, no, no, not with, not with Charlotte, but I mean with with Peyton Royce. I feel like Peyton Royce is about to get that. Mm. Uh, Peyton's gonna win the battle royal. I'm pretty sure. He's gonna win the geek battle royal. Hell yeah. Mm. Well, didn't they announce? Oh wait, you know you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. If they do it, they didn't do one last year, but um, mm-hmm. I guess that, that was also like early on when they were like keeping performers a little more separate if they weren't actively feuding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we spent a lot of time talking about that match, but not talking about that match. Biggie beat Apollo Cruz. Um, it was fine for what like what was happening in the ring. Mm-hmm. This was just a SmackDown segment. Mm-hmm. What the classic? Like, I think I even called this. I said like last week, like, oh, they, they'll find a way to push this to Mania. Mm-hmm. You and said they did. I didn't watch this one either. You said there was a weird finish. Yes, it was botched. There was too. like, yeah, it was a botched. Oh, finish, it was a botched double pin thing, and then Apollo immediately attacked Biggie when like it wasn't clear watching that Apollo would think he lost. Okay, it looked like a double pin. Okay, and so it made no sense that Apollo would then immediately attack Biggie without like hearing the result first. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was very weird. And they never announced the result, and Michael Cole was just like. I think Apollo lost because he's attacking him. <laughs> well, he seems pretty mad. <laughs> well, he must have been the one that lost. Yeah. yeah. It great great characters, great wrestling, but uh yeah. This just was just, a this was just um yeah. Felt a little flat. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a smackdown I, segment. Which I yeah, I would think is kind of the the story of uh Fastlane, where to me it feels like this whole pay per view started kind of like uh there was some turbulence in the takeoff and then the the last little bit was Smooth sailing, but especially the seventh some, match. There um, was some other shit, and then there was some stuff. You're like, oh, this is some of the best. So, and I yeah, let's talk about that fucking good, good. Yeah, let's talk about that Braun Strowman versus Elias. Yeah, the slime good, monster good, among men. It just fucking gets it gets worse before it gets better. But um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, is <laughs> I hate I I hate everything about this. So yeah, Shane McMahon was supposed to fight Braun. He got they give you the old. Cards subject to change, bullshit. He hurt and, himself, and then Elias had to fight him, <laughs> and that was it. And it's just my nightmare. <laughs> mm, it's so bad. Like poor Braun. I mean, there's a, there's a universe that exists. There's a there's a dimensional I reality. That, Matt. You know, it's kind of rough for me. The Strowman Express. <laughs> feel like really hey, keep going. Hey Braun, Braun would want some want some train noises. I mean, if I'm running real fast, then yeah. 
Um, if I, I actually if I actually look like a train when I'm running, then yeah, I want the train noises. I'm gonna um, start saying out- chug and chug and choo choo. <laughs> um, that noise, that sound effect is the sound that um they play whenever a Rays player hits a home run. Yeah, <laughs> and so it's obvious that like. The Rays are probably, you know, they're like getting prepared to move back in for the season and stuff, and they probably were testing the noise, and Vince heard it. <laughs> That's great! Oh my god, is that, That's is a that Ron running out there? Um, and now that the Thunderdome's about to move, I guarantee the train noise will be different and somehow like that worse sounding when they move because yeah. they won't they won't be able to figure out how to get the MP3 <laughs> file from Tropicana. So it's just going to be like way too compressed and like, <laughs> it's just like Vince what's that shit? Somebody a floppy disk. Yeah. Give me the song. And then it just starts like, playing just drops of Jupiter. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just like wait, is that Vince McMahon and it's just like chugga 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 what? I mean, what? I, I don't, won't I press to stop the recording? And that's the whole thing. <laughs> that's the whole thing. Oh my god! I mean, they're really ramping up the like celebrity angle to this WrestleMania right now. Um, why not bring in Ringo or um, Alec Baldwin to be bronze conductor? <laughs> ah, yeah. I mean, R.P. George Carlin. He would have been the the best choice. Yes. But oh, just because imagine. George Carlin and Braun interacting. I would like. I, yeah, I it's can, like I just can only the kingdom. But he talks it, to him like he's a train, so he treats him like a little baby. Because that's <laughs> how he's like, baby. Hey, I'm a big man, George. <laughs> George, I wish you'd stop talking to me like that. But I wish like, you'd stop putting coal down the back of my pants when I'm not looking, George. At the end of the night. Thank you, George, I needed that. It made me feel like a kid again. <laughs> Do you want to go shoot guns with me? <laughs> Do you like guns, like, no. George? <laughs> no, okay, not at all. Bye. Toot, toot. <laughs> um, no, it sucks. And now fucking Shane McMahon has. Oh my god, uh, he stole your gimmick, Matt. I I know. I'm just I'm just gonna say it. Someone else has been listening from the beginning. His name is Braun Strowman. Um. But I mean, he's uh, been I, here, so I just mean how many times and uh, Bryson, you're actually going to need to get back to us with this. How many times have we I'm assuming we brought up the idea of Braun Strowman being covered in Nickelodeon uh, goo before. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we predicted the train thing a Easily. full two years before it actually started happening. So that we, wasn't a thing. No, we, we have an episode it? called The Conductor Among Trains. Oh, I know. The Conductor Among Trains. And it was, it was a joke that we were ether. making. It was yeah. from the That's ether, insane. Yeah. And we predicted That's it. That's like when I predicted that Randy Orton would win something once. <laughs> well, that yeah. well that he was coming out in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Yeah. And then mm. Randy... Uh, never mind. We'll talk about that. In my current Grimes uh, business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, now Shane McMahon has a faction of Elias, Jackson Riker and Elias. Mm-hmm. Of just the worst people you could ever imagine. I, I mean, Elias might not suck or does he suck? I, I have no reason to think like, he actually sucks, but, but he sucks. Like in care, like in kayfabe, it's just the worst people. You yeah. You get imagine. those three guys together in a room in kayfabe. Boof. Oofa no. doofa. Oofa doofa. No, thank you. So just hoping for that mole man. Run in at Mania. <laughs> um, you guys talking? I want Shane sorry, to jump off talk, big. Talking to Jenna real quick. You guys talking about uh, Jackson Riker, Elias, and Shane hanging out? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, just the yeah. worst people you could imagine. Oh, um, 
Did you did you watch Monday on Raw? We'll just we'll kind of skip to yeah, that yeah. real quick. The fucking song. I, I will say Shane sounded better than I thought he would. Ooh. I I did not. Uh, did he sing? Uh, it's just better than you would think. Um, it's just about Braun being stupid. Tight. That was a song. Um, I got a, I got a song for you guys. It's called he's Braun Sucks. So sweaty. It sucks. Hi, mm. Braun. Ooh, fucking goddamn Braun, you're so stupid. I wonder if he takes like that stuff that people who work out take to like Pre-workout? make their yeah, like that's As basically like cocaine or whatever. I wonder if he takes yeah. that every time he goes out. <laughs> Yeah, like I, you say you just saying that. I've never put it together, but my dude looks like he's trying to pass a drug test so hard. Like it looks like he downed a whole bottle of niacin every time he goes out there. Uh, have you ever had the energy drink Redline? Oh God, yeah, yeah. So mm. um, I downed one of like a whole one. You only supposed to drink half. Um, yeah, for a that's college... why they call it that because it's got the little line. Yeah, for a college <laughs> speech about energy drinks, um, and we were showing like the effects of them, and so like. I took it, and then, like, we did our speech, and by the end of it, I'm, like, shaking. I'm so red. It has so much niacin. I was itchy. So, yeah. I, honestly, oh, like, putting that together right now, he looks like he's trying to pass a drug test. Like, Yeah. Looks like we figured it out. Well, doesn't looks he like have Russell a... Boys fucking closed another case. Doesn't he have a weed business? He He's invested in weed stocks. Yeah. So maybe he oh. is always trying to pass a drug test. I mean, <laughs> RBD's going in the Hall of Fame. Dad, why do you keep... Why, it's like you want me to get fired, Dad. Why do you keep making me piss in this okay, cup? You okay, know what okay, business I'm according in. According to Raven, Jane McMahon could fucking party. Oh, I believe it. That's I have, why Vince doesn't like Raven. He's, he's a billionaire son, like, from yeah. Connecticut. Like, yuppie asshole. Of course he can party. He grew up in the wrestling business at, the, like, the height of, like, locker room party shit. Like... Of course he can. And also yeah. tries oh, to be yeah. like the cool, hip, like, like fucking startup CEO guy. Like, yeah, I wear a jacket, but I got dunks on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm, yeah, he's Air Jordan dad. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and his he's Air Jordan nice. younger. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Rollins defeated Shinsuke Nakamura. Great match. Yeah. Shinsuke mm-hmm. put on his fucking working boots. Mm-hmm. And same with mm-hmm. on uh, fucking... Last night on SmackDown, Shinsuke's he's putting in a lot of offense for not a lot of wins right now. But it's cool to see, uh, it's cool to see him putting that work, putting that putting that work in. And he's mm-hmm. getting matches. I mean, it's and it's also against Rollins, who like the WWE is all like a perennial top guy. And so mm-hmm. it's uh, it's cool to see also setting up that Cesaro match at Mania, Cesaro's first singles match at WrestleMania, and it's against Jesus. somebody he's really good friends with. Yeah, um, yeah, and they're gonna go out there and they're gonna fucking kill it. Well, yeah. they used to wrestle each other all the time, right? Yeah, that, that's why they're boys, and like they even did like a ride along together and they mm-hmm. ate moon cheese. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I uh, so, <laughs> this is a bit <laughs> off topic, but I was reading uh, Nakamura's book, The King of Strong Style. And, uh, like, it's just, the whole book is just, like, segmented out in these, like, interviews. <laughs> and uh, they were talking about how, like, getting trained by Anoki and stuff was. And apparently, Awful. dude, Anoki would do this thing where you're wrestling. And apparently this is just a thing that would happen in, like, these old fucking, like, shooter shooter wrestling things. You want to get the upper hand on your opponent, dude? Fucking stick your thumb up their asshole, dude, <laughs> while they're wrestling. Anoki would do that. Just be like, fucking get you in the butt and be like, ah! And then you fucking lose, dude. Gets you off your guard. Yeah. That's how that's how Nakamura was trained, and he's out here fucking whipping I ass, wonder, dude. 
is if that happens in like uh collegiate wrestling. Yeah, I mean, a little thing, maybe the ref doesn't see it? Yeah, like, if they can get I mean, away I'm with sure. it, I'm sure there's rules against it. Maybe there's yeah, not. I, I, maybe a little I would grab or something? Yeah. Dude, yeah. yeah, I would, I, yeah. I would say to an extent, probably yes, but also, like, I would guess, like, just like most sports, like, there's a bit of, like... Homophobia? Well, well yes, <laughs> but no, yeah. more like... Like, touch my butt! Um, like, self-policing in that, like... Hey, if you're gonna do that, you're gonna get your receipt. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Or it's like, hey, if that is that how you want to win? Yeah, that's that true. Win? There's no honor in There's cheating no honor to in win. taking someone off guard by fucking mm-hmm. attacking yeah, and, them. And, and, and like also gooch. with like the the homophobia, it's like I always think that's really funny in like collegiate wrestling, <laughs> and like amateur wrestling. It's like y'all, they love they're they're loving each other. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. There's like such a overcompensation from being like, because so many people probably are just so dick. People can't take wrestling serious. That's why we're here. Yeah, yeah. That's we take wrestling. Yeah. The match sacred. <laughs> we hold it it's sacred. Like, I like it, anyone who's into amateur wrestling and is homophobic. It's like, my dude, um, your sport started as two naked, greasy men. Like yeah. is that greasy, like, as in from Greece, <laughs> just killing time. Just yeah, from Greece. Two, <laughs> It's Brian. It's it's Brian Greasy. <laughs> She's fucking. And, I haven't like heard that name in forever. And his dad, Bob Greasy. For some reason, they're wrestling naked. Two former NFL quarterbacks. <laughs> Just a yep. bunch of fucking naked Grecians, fucking killing time. Yep. But uh, anyway, Thrill. anyway, it was a good great, match. I was a great match though. I loved it. Yeah, and I like how much I, I do like how much um. Seth is fixated on how many times Cesaro has spun him around. <laughs> yes, he's like he can't be twenty-two times. Also, his he's spun me twenty-two times. Wild, so mm. good on him. Um, Got that Seth his, Rollins drip. Yeah, his yeah. like gimmick of like ab- like dressing super annoying, like a heel who dresses like super loud and annoying. He's doing it so much better than Kenny is right now. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Better suits. Way better. suits. Also, I realized this week. This is jumping way ahead. Ooh. Kenny Omega doesn't have eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Yeah. He does that too. Up this week on that also, why was he in Rolling Stone? There's so I many other wrestlers they drew who on should eyebrows be, for him, though. There's so many other wrestlers who should be in Rolling Stone. Um, <laughs> yeah. AEW's second tier product. Um, oh, wow. Wow. Um, yeah. I, I just I hate Kenny so much, but I like I really like that Keth 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 <laughs> Kethy Kethy Rollins. Keth. <laughs> um, Keth Rollins. That Ke- Seth he like when he came back from uh, paternity leave, he instantly dropped the Monday Night Messiah thing and is just still he's but he's the same. Yeah, he's just like he a prick. Himself the SmackDown savior. Yeah, like, to me, th- that like. Or, or if he's getting really into like the That's priest what he, angle of it, the mm. Friday Night Father, and he comes out dressed like a priest. That'd be, that'd oh, be nice. tight. Either way, those are those were my ideas. Um, like Fire okay. Ferguson. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's talk about Drew and Sheamus just hitting each other for real. Fuck, just a bunch was, of fucking beefy if, boys. Beating if you shit like each fucking other. mean guy matches, this is a fucking mean guy match for you. They just mm. hit each other. And then they hit each other more, mm-hmm. and then they fucking hit each other some more, mm-hmm. and then it was it. Yeah, it yep. was great. 
They picked up fucking steel chairs and hit each other with those. Yeah. It was, yeah. It still wasn't as violent as, like, Walter and Dragunov, because I don't think there's... Even, like, death matches to me aren't that violent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I don't think you're allowed to show that on TV most there, There's a difference between violence and gore. That was the most violent match I've ever seen. Like, I've seen... There's much gorier ones, obviously, but... Yeah, exactly. But they just fucking for but, sure wailed on each other. But main roster pay-per-view. Yeah. yeah, main roster pay-per-view. This is like as much of that as you're going to get. I love the glorious violence of it. Um, they work so hard. This is the best run Sheamus has ever had. Um, him and Drew have great chemistry. And, I mean, Drew goes over with his move, which is what should happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Sheamus did a great job of kind of distancing him from the title for a minute. And they just beat each other up for a while, and I was a fan of it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. I can't believe I'm a fan of Sheamus right now. Like 2020 mm-hmm. to 2021, I'm like, I don't mind Randy Orton. I don't mind Sheamus. Who the yeah. fuck am I? Yeah. What's going on here? Um, I'll tell you who doesn't like Randy Orton right now. It's his wife. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> yeah, right now. Fucking utter bullshit. <laughs> um, Alexa Bliss beat Randy Orton. Fucking hated every second of this. But isn't your favorite part of wrestling the psychology? This match was pure psychology. One hundred percent. It was a psychological match. That's all it was. This wasn't, this wasn't yeah. I like good psychology. I don't like this this bullshit. And then like a burned ham comes up from the ring. Dude, KF fiend. Yeah. I. But I. In a bubble, I know the story is garbage. I respected the production value of this match. I like when she looked like up it. and the lights came down. That was tight. I, um, I I love practical effects. Um, you do. I and, and practical jokers. I don't. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, <laughs> I liked. I liked the way. Alexa Bliss looked the way she carries herself. Everything about her in this character is great. It's so creepy. Yeah, she's She's great at it. No, 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 no. It's creepy because if you're ever on Twitter, it's just a giant subsect of fans who just like fetishize Mm. the fact that she's like playing an eight year old. Oh, yeah, that's gross. That 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 turns me off from it right there. And then I hate the fiend shit. I hate like. The goofy Papa Shango coughing up the black stuff. That's I wish tight. Randy would have just started kicking some heads. Because that's the Randy I want. Like, the fucking, like, not like in a weird spooky feud, but like kicking John Cena's dad right in the fucking face. <laughs> like being malicious in that way. Well, this is, yeah. this is what's going to happen. Before Mania, Randy Orton is going to kidnap Bo Dallas mm. and have a big guy ready uh waiting to kill him when he says the word oh and it's perfect it's perfect timing because you know as we all know bo dallas is knows the truth about the hollow earth of course and coming out on this coming out in just a few days is godzilla versus kong and in that movie their hollow earth is is real Ooh. that is a hollow earth reality Ooh. um so. also ah. <laughs> Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling have a theory that it's Bo Dallas in the Fiend costume. And I love that so much. I, and the Fiend is just Bray Wyatt. Or Bray Wyatt is just Bray Wyatt now. Yeah, he's just like, I don't know who the fuck that guy is. Um, I, if, if, if that happened at Mania, 
where Bray Wyatt's just like, no, nah, man, you burned my brother. And then it's just like a fucking, like, <laughs> just, like maniacal fucking Bo Dallas. Okay. <laughs> Everything will be fine. Like, that doesn't happen. I'm going to come to your house. I'm going to shit on your lawn. My house? Yes. I don't, I don't think this storyline is no, you good. Defended it. You defended it. I think this match... I loved this it. Is what you get? I, God damn I it. enjoyed I wish, it. I wish people weren't perverts. I wish yes. people weren't like, "Ooh, Alexa Bliss acting like a child, rock hard, baby." Mm-hmm. I wish that wasn't how it fucking was. Because I also am we with really you, shouldn't I, have said that because like it's really easy to go and just cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, this isn't. I guarantee this is not the episode that you go and just. Let me clip this out, and that's the worst thing I've said out of context. That's that's got to be up there, and I'm going to do it now. No, you know what? Actually, I should probably listen back. For the record, Bryson, I'm not one of those. I'm not one of those people. But I, because I'm with you, Derek. Where I like the, I like the practical effects. Mm-hmm. I like the spookiness to it. I think this is a, a character side of Alexa Bliss that is really entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the history between. Fucking Bray Wyatt and Randy. I don't mind the theatrical spooky bullshit aspect of it. It's, it's better just, than the bug match. Yes, it's better than that. I, I don't know. That. He that's, burned down his shack and had a, a thing called a crucifix. See, that's the mm-hmm. thing. The story is better. Um, There's precedent here sto- for some spooky dupes. Bullshit. The old story is better. The way they built it is better. This, I think, what they execute in the ring on the big matches is enter- more entertaining. Like, where Randy, where Bray, the one where he went away, that match was dope. I liked that match, and most of it was because the flaming RKO was so sick. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, that stuff is cool, but the rest of the build is trash. Yeah, and ju- also just seeing like the fucking burnt ham fucking fiend. <laughs> that was tight. It, it was it the was- worst fuck. It was so stupid. I was honestly like, man, wh- the only... <laughs> Why? Why? This is a supernatural. You burned him to death, right? Mm-hmm. He's coming back. We don't need him to look all charred up. If we, anything, he, I would have. I would have gone the other way. I would have too. Made him look a little more pristine. Like, like, make oh, him look, like, make him look the, sexy. Yeah, you yeah. respawned him. Hot now he's white. Back. Yeah, exactly. hot fiend. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. It's just like the. It's like the hot Squidward, but like, but the fiend, like just super square jaw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's just like it's like a rebirth instead of like. He just survived the flames. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my god, did Bray Wyatt take all this time to do massive plastic <laughs> surgery? Oh my god. Oh, um, sexy there, Squidward. But let's let's talk about the finish because it, it it you know it's it it caused some controversy. And I will say, when we were watching it, I was like, yowie wowie, that is a uh, one way to pin somebody. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a little too far. Maybe well, it wasn't to me. It just lasted a long time. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like you know. So it ended. Fiend comes up, grabs him by the by the leg. Spooky. He's all charred up. Looks like a burnt up marshmallow. Kisses his little forehead. Scares. Puts him to sleep. Yep. Puts him to sleep. And then Alexa Bliss goes to the pin by like straddling his torso, mm-hmm. which visually, you know, actually kind of like it looks fine. It's just like okay, That's it? he's well in the way of like for a second. It's like you. It looks like you conquered him. But the more you sit there, the more it is like. Kind of a sexual way to sit on somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it went on for an hour. <laughs> it went on for too long. So It went on for too long. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then Randy's wife was mad, shoot mad. Um, <laughs> Apparently, he was in listening to jet hot water with her, so I think that's kind of funny. That I think it's funny too. Well, based on like which is what like, you see of them, it's fake. All, their their entire relationship is one hundred percent just sex. So nice, dude. Yeah, I know. I like how he was like, maybe Soldier Boy should tell my wife this is all fake. But, I like uh, that he tweeted that because he was just like, that's dude, I like that he's like, fuck you, soldier boy. I'm not letting it go. <laughs> it, just, it reminded me of when Dana Brooke in, was with the Good Brothers for Ember of the Doctor segments. Oh, right, and, right. And, and then uh, Gallo's wife at the time, Amber O'Neill, just started going off like during Raw. And I'm just like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Doesn't Matt Hardy's wife do that a lot too? But she just Rebby, gets, Rebby. she just gets mad in general. She's just scary. She's just Rebby's to be wi- with. Rebby's wild. I, yeah, that's that's one of them. I would not want to fuck with. Yeah. <laughs> Rebby's like literally the last person in wrestling I'd fuck with. Like as Victoria's old will, theme used to say, she's not the lady to mess with. Like she would come and like beat you up. Like just to feel it, <laughs> like Tony Khan yeah. was probably scared shitless. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yeah. Um, I am curious to see what happens at Mania. I know it won't be as good as last year. I hope it's cinematic. I just hope that it's full on it, cinematic. It has to be that match and last Randy year. Randy has to find Cena. He has to find Cena in the DC universe, though. Yeah, only that Cena. God, I I love. No, John it's Cena, Cena from Cockblockers. <laughs> well, yeah, if it's dude. Cena from That'd Suicide Squad, then it's Cena talking about eating eating cocks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, dude, for liberty. Yeah, I would. Yeah, Cena would eat dicks for justice. That's tight. Um, there was a wrestler named Dick Justice. <laughs> Sick. Hell yeah, dude. Roman Reigns defeated oh. Danny B. Technically. Yeah. Technically, because my eyes, when the official was yes. down, saw fucking Roman Reigns do a little tip, tip, tap out. Yeah, uh, I, well, I saw out. that too. So this is this is a psychology match. If you want to talk about good psychology, mm-hmm. I fucking loved it so much. Um, Daniel Bryan. So like, imagine, hold on, take a step back. Imagine two years ago, you mm-hmm. would you have ever said you would you loved a Roman Reigns match? WrestleMania 31. Yeah, that's true. You do have like and, some, but and there no, and he he had some great matches, the AJ Styles match. But oh, like great. thinking about it, like when we started the podcast, when I started watching wrestling, Roman Reigns was a joke. He was just so shoved and, down our throat. And he now the guy with the wettest hair. Now he is what we all love. Isn't that mm-hmm. cool? Well, it's it's like super cool. And I think the reason why there was so much animosity towards the character of Roman Reigns for so long was because this was the potential we knew that was there. Yeah. And then well, and, and it, so now to finally see it realized it's like thank yeah, you. Because before he was just like a, a dorky John Cena ripoff yeah, in a fucking good, bulletproof vest. Good guy Roman's boring. Sexy vest off Roman rocks. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Beat you for looking at him sideways. Ooh, um, fantastic match. Um, mm-hmm. I love Daniel Bryan, like being on the ground. Like he talked about this and how he wanted to fight Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. But like when he actually fought him, he was a heel, so it was weird. So he got to kick him in the dick. But um, mm-hmm. yeah. here he was like toying, like toying with him, like trying to grapple him. 
taking like, taking his legs, showing that he's a better technical wrestler. Mm-hmm. Also, the Daniel Bryan talking to him is so reminiscent of like his Ring of Honor shit, where he mm-hmm. was like the cocky heel best wrestler in the world. I, I I was I really wish he had busted out. I I have until the count of ten. Oh yeah. <laughs> Or to count of five, I mean. Yeah. Like, that uh, that old shit that he did in Ring of Honor was so good. I will say this. Mm-hmm. You know, let's have, we, we can have a little bit of, de- little bit of a debate about it. Also, I I'll like... say before you, you please. shit please. on my match. Please, okay. please, um, please. Daniel Bryan can also take one hell of a beating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God, he does. I think the one who's coming out, in my opinion, of all of this at the moment, looking kind of dumb as hell is Edge. I think I don't understand where I get Edge's thing of like Brian skipping the line here, but what I I'm like Edge, you have a guaranteed match at WrestleMania for that title. Why should you even really necessarily give a fuck who's holding it? And it's then, because like he feels like he made his he's trying to make his decision as smart as possible, and then they keep kind of throwing Brian quote, quote unquote goes into business for himself. So I understand that actually, like. And that's why I like this whole heel turn with Edge that happens in this match and continued yesterday, is that it, he is kind of justified, but he's also kind of a dick, and that's what makes him a heel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just am not prepared for heel Edge going into this. Oh, he's so much better as a heel. Like I love Edge as a babyface right now, um, even like coming back from this. But as um, Zach, I mean, you'll you'll know because you watched at the time. Heel Edge is the best Edge. Oh yeah, I mean. He, like, the idea of him being a babyface is still weird to me. Like, even though, like, I know he has been, and he's been a great babyface right now, it's still just, like, this is, like, the, the like, you know, the ultimate opportunist. Like, right. that is not a babyface thing. Like, But even he even said uh, on, yeah, yesterday, that, like, he's tired of, he doesn't want, he's pissed off that Brian's out here looking to steal his spot. But it's, like, you know how wrestling works. Like, he's not stealing your spot. Your spot is secure. Uh, as far as the, the match you get, it, to me it just seems like on on a on a technical understanding of the business level, Edge seems like he's not quite he doesn't quite get what's going on here. I and think, I'm like, I think he, he does, better. but that's like it's like exactly and that's what makes him a heel is because while he can be justified in his thinking, and you can kind of put that together for him, he's still being a dick, and it's like, well, it doesn't really work that way. He's like, yes, it does. <laughs> That's like kind of like what makes him a heel. Mm. I mean, it does, it does, and I'm I'm excited to see it. I'm more than happy that they turn this into a triple threat match at WrestleMania. Oh, we'll talk <clears> about Mania as far as reasons why they're kind of changing some shit. But mm-hmm. um, I love. I think the, that's a, um, I think it's a cool move. I think it's a fine move. But I'm just like Edge. They do the fucking. So they do the ref bump. Jimmy yeah. Uso comes in, gets fucking super kicks all around, brings in a chair, but then fucking Daniel Bryan gets it wallops fucking edge on accident while going for Roman mm-hmm. gets Roman in the fucking yes lock Roman taps out mm-hmm. and you get the visual tap and then edge hits them both fucking eyebrows comes in <clears throat> for the uh, pin Kenny yeah I know that's no one <laughs> unless you're in Rolling Stone where they edit them on <laughs> I think dark too I think it was, it was just makeup but um yeah they just penciled it on for him yeah, Eyebrows comes in, counts to three. Roman is the champion, but leaves with a lot of questions going on. Yeah. It was an mm. awesome match. The psychology, like I said, was great. It was love the story that's going on with it. Um, I do enjoy Paul that Heyman they're making... also in the mm-hmm. back 
is so fucking good. Like when he had him in the yes lock. And he's just like. And he's covering his mouth and you're like, think of your children. Think of your family. Like yeah. yelling at Roman mm-hmm. that. It's like, he is the fucking best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he this, adds so much like tension to everything. Is he getting inducted into the Hall of Fame? Heyman? Yeah. He tweeted a picture. No, RVD. RVD. Oh. He's doing this. Oh, okay. I thought he was just pointing at himself. So, Robert no, Van nice. Dammit. <laughs> Robert, we say darn here. Rob Van Dam. I, 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 I do like Christian wrestling fans who had to say that. <laughs> Rob Van Dam. <laughs> Rob Van Dam. <laughs> In Sting's league, that there'd be somebody named Rob Van <laughs> God, what was the Christian wrestling league that Russo Ugh. did back in like the mid 2000s? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the one with Sting, and like they would have like really weird like. Skits like God skits in the middle of mm. wrestling. Was There's it just like, the power team facing wrestlers? Just, just like ripping <laughs> Bibles. It's they Derek, would not it's written not Bibles. Matthew. It's, no, they would not. Um, I, I, I had phone a, books. I had a high school teacher who could rip a phone book. I had at a, my Christian school. I had a so. youth pastor, and you had a boss who could break bricks with his forehead. Jesus, Joe could do that. Yeah, he was. Oh, that's wild. terrifying. Hey, Joe was also my boss at one point. Oh, that's 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 true. That's I don't let terrifying. Joe fucking tell me what to do. Um, um Derek, you should absolutely. You do not need to watch these Christian uh, d- wrestling DVDs because yes, I you do. Um, there. I might be into uh, it. I might. I might uh, review it. I was just going to say, Wrestling with Regret, Brian Zane has covered all of the DVDs okay. and reviewed them. Just watch one of those reviews and you'll see like how it'll be reminiscent of our of our childhood. Okay. I would okay. say. I used to not like, up with. like his show, but I do now. God, so. th- mm. think about Sting versus Bible, man. That'd be tight. That would be tight. Great. Sting would do the honors. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Sting, if you look back on his career... Did the honors more than not. So. <laughs> more, more, than, more than enough times. Um, all I'm going to say, the last little thing I have to say on that, it, the Roman, everything. I do enjoy that this Edge heel turn is forcing this strange sort of necessity-based friendship between Brian and Roman for, like, the moment. Where it's just like, this guy's coming after fucking both of us right now. Uh, I guess we have to fucking watch our own backs, maybe together a little bit i think that it could uh create some cool tension in the the relationship of the three in going into mania but i'm, mm. I'm curious to see where mm. it's going i i love with these three too like i it'll be interesting how much they tell the story of like all three of them at one point had to Make drop it. a title yeah. because of medical stuff and like leave the business for a little bit yeah because like, even like edge's promo like talk about how he had to leave for 10 years and like like this is like gonna be ten years to the day that like he had his last like mania match, and it's like fuck like this is or he had to retire, um, and it's just like super cool like bringing that up and you can bring Daniel stuff in and Roman stuff in it can just create this like or, like almost like this would be like a perfect main event. It's like mm. all these guys that had like their life and their dream ripped away and were able to come back and they're all fucking meeting. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, that was fucking fascinating, dude. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, a lot of shit on Mania seems like it's kind of like changing or they're adding some cool stuff. So, apparently, word backstage is they're just trying to make this like the most like fan friendly, happy, like fucking, we're just going to give you a great show. And 
with what they're booking now, I mm. it fucking shows. And yeah, Hulk Hogan, <laughs> Titus O'Neil. <laughs> well, there, there's I a have reason. a I have a friend who's black, brother. Uh, Titus liked a tweet um, bashing the, the Hogan announcement. <laughs> yep. Really? Hell yeah! Mm. It's a fucking awful idea. Um, it's isn't awful, it a travesty like that Bailey isn't hosting it? She doesn't have a match. She should be hosting it. She'll have something. Okay. okay. But it's um like they're like as far as like the matches, like we're like what we're getting and like adding Daniel Bryan into the mix and doing all this other shit, they're like trying to like give us like the fans like here's what you want. We know it, here it is. Have yeah. fun. Which is like really cool. Like I like it. Mm-hmm. But it fucking frustrates me to no end because they it just shows they fucking know the people actually want they know what can actually be good but instead there's times where we get fucking baron corbin versus kurt angle you know what i mean in his last match yeah yeah it's so fucking frustrating like we're we were jen and i were watching like royal rumbles we watched the 2018 one where asuka and shinsuke both win it's like and the way they do it with like shinsuke like eliminating fucking roman and Oscar eliminating Nikki Bella. It's like they know what they're fucking doing. They know who the fans like. Yeah. They just don't care. Yeah. No, like a big piece of it is like, I think, like, there's so many people there who get it. Like, writers, um, producers, like, people get it. And I think Vince even gets it. But then also, his opinions on things. Like, when he, like, is sure he's right about something, um, it it over it like overrides all of that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how many people you have that like know what they're doing and like are real truly the best people in the world at this. Um, if then all of that's thrown away, Vince decides that's not what he wants to do, and like he is like look at like create like really like hugely successful creative people like are like across the board. Almost all of them also then still make really weird decisions because they're so inside their own head about like what works or not. Like Vince is George Lucas. Like, yeah, he has like the magic to make, you know, stuff that like we all love, but then he has like the evil ability to fuck it all right up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes it just seems like the whims of of whatever the weather that day is will kind of affect what what this person will think like, oh, yeah, this is what the fans want. Or like, this is what will basically make me the most amount of money, I think, in Vince McMahon's case. Yeah. Let's let's look at the the card so far. For Mania? Yeah. I think it's a great idea, because we're like, what, 15, 17 days away from it at this point? Come on now. Um... Yeah, but we, um, I'm pulling it up. Sorry, I didn't have this prepared. Um, hey, that's fine. Um, what happened on Raw? I don't remember. Rhea Ripley uh, showed noise. up. Oh, yeah, yeah Rhea, Rhea Ripley. Ripley. Okay, that's the big thing. Rhea Ripley showed up, challenging Asuka. That's another one that it's like, for the fans, it's like, got Asuka, you got Rhea. It's like, okay, you motherfuckers, thank you, but like, I see that you know what we like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ and Kofi had a fun match too. Oh yeah, yeah. That um, AJ's uh, Enziguri like counter to Kofi doing the Trouble in Paradise was was sick. 
Yeah, yeah. It's like not surprising. They, uh, you know, just how much fucking good chemistry the two of those guys have. Yeah. Who would have thought AJ Styles and Kofi Kingston would be good, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and then Randy summoned Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Uh, Randy summoned him. So I like, you know, I like occult shit. I like it. I want to enjoy all this stuff. I think it's just the fatigue of how mm-hmm. long this feels like it's been it's a part been going of going on for 20 years. Mm-hmm. I swear yeah, to God. It, it really has. And that's the thing. It's like, there's, I think, I think the story you tell me if someone, if I wasn't paying any attention, someone's like, here's this cool story. And it ends with like, oh, and then Randy Orton summoned a fucking like demon from the, from the, the grave because he keeps making him puke up black. I'm like, wow, awesome. Wrestling's fucking amazing. <laughs> it sounds like. Um, but then you watch it week to week and it's just like, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Seamus the- beat up Riddle because he was bothering him about his scooter. <laughs> mm. um, also, so Seamus, um, it was this week that Sheamus and um, Bob Lashley had a match, right? Or was that yeah, last week? No, it was this um, yeah. This was the first time Sheamus has ever tapped out in WWE. Jesus. Ever. Wow. Wow. He's Big never raw. tapped out before. For the master. Damn. Mm-hmm. But no, Which uh, also, I forgot that Bobby Lashley uh, beat the master lock and now and made it into his. his I, like, I like him his curbying move. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. I like when anyone curbies anything. I wish, uh, I wish he should have. He should have like Kirby Sheamus's hair. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was. Imagine Bobby Lashley with Sheamus's hair. Oh, also they had like the like the hurt business come out and like they were all pissed off. Like Lashley and MVP. It's like you made it seem like he's weak and blah blah blah. And then they fucked up. Like against Drew, they had the two on one handicap match, which is like a staple in WWE. Um, and so Drew beats the Hurt Business, and then Drew goes to the fucking twenty four seven geeks. And it's like any of you guys take out, or uh, Bobby goes to twenty four seven geeks. Like anybody, go take out Drew. Like I'll give you an opportunity at this. And it's like you're expecting uh, fucking Humberto Carrillo and Drew Gulak to go um, beat up Drew. Fucking Gallagher. fanny pack rock Humberto Carrillo <laughs> <laughs> wearing a turtleneck and a gold chain. Dude, yeah, but it's a good look. Was he just like I'm bored? I'm gonna dress like this. It was great. I I, yeah. I I dug it. I like um Umberto has a really weird look going on right now, just in this like twenty four seven geek like yeah. business, and I I love it. Just like if we can't get him on our TV anymore, apparently, apparently Vince fucking hates uh, all Latino people right now, based on how pushes have like just disappeared yeah right and you know maybe that's what we should talk about the only other thing about on on uh on raw that i thought was pretty cool is like it does feel like peyton royce got a real hit on the reset button you got she got the match she was calling out for and i thought she delivered well Uh i just think she's not the best yeah but (laughs) shortly after Fastlane went off the air we were treated to the news that uh andrade was was given his granted his release from the company with a no happened. ninety day no compete. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, yeah, so, um, I, amazing. Has that been confirmed? Because I heard yeah, that. Yeah, okay, he confirmed it. Nice. Um, it is amazing the kind of leverage you have when your your girlfriend's last name is Flair. I was yeah. gonna say. I mean, this is very much seems like Charlotte had. Quite the influence on him getting what he wanted, and it, I, honestly, kind of a romantic story. It's just being like, no, man, my fucking, my fucking, my fucking partner is fucking unhappy. I'm gonna use some of my fucking shit to get him what he wants, and even if it comes at my own detriment. 
It was, yeah, it was I mean, sweet. She, she got pulled for everything because she had COVID. Sure, sure. But um, it's it's cool. I mean, he he. I think what sucks with Andrade is from the beginning, it, it almost was like Hideo Tommy Kenta. It's like mm-hmm. shit just wasn't necessarily clicking all the time for him, and he'd get something going, and then shit would happen. Like he got like popped for like a wellness policy violation. Like he would get injured, shit would happen. So like would kind of derail stuff. Because even like even like when he first got to NXT, like shit was just kind of derailed from the beginning. Because oh man, until Zelina showed up. Yeah, because he he huh. fucking the first match they did was him against Ty Dillinger on a takeover. My him. first NXT match I ever watched. And really? it, that's right when Ty was really getting over with the ten stuff, and people just like really <laughs> wanted because he was like kind of endearing at the time and worked hard and wasn't. We didn't find out like just how really boring he was because he was doing this. Uh, <laughs> I get the ten motion for the audio listeners, and it's like from there, like he stumbled out of the gate, and then he was just a guy for a while, and then became like the party guy, and then Zelina came and shit was building up for him. He got fucking the NXT title gets called up, but then like pops for a violation, and then like then he became a Heyman guy. Then Heyman gets fired. It's like mm-hmm. shit just was never going to go right, and. I remember when uh, fucking Del Rio was still in the company and then he had left and he had, he said that like um, Andrade was asking him like, like, dude, like I can't do this. I don't want to be here anymore. This was like two years into his run. Right. Damn. So like from the beginning, it was kind of like one of those ones that just wasn't going to work out. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that he filed to like what trademark the name La Sombra and then, Oh, he uh, already had done that like a while back. Okay. Him, him and Charlotte. Um, did a bunch of trademarks on some stuff, so she owns the name Ashley Flair. Um, mm. I think like the queen of wrestling, like Ashley Flair, like he owns his his last name is Andrade, so like, he's yeah. fine with that. He can use that because it's his name. Um, I think he's got El Idolo, doesn't he? Has that because it was never his official name. Um, and then he also has La Sombra, but that mean he never used yeah. that. So yeah. Charlotte taking her name is that potential that she could leave? Like, yeah, they do you think ago? she would leave WWE? No, I think she. I don't. Th- I think it'd be crazy not to keep your options open. I don't think she's ever gonna leave, but it's more so um, she can instead of having to always be linked to Charlotte, mm-hmm. she can use her first name Ashley, but then have that last name Flair. Imagine yeah. having to trademark your name <laughs> because her real last name would be Flair, right? So, like, Flair is probably a name owned by, like. Charlotte Flair is probably a completely obviously like a, a WWE property. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Ashley Flair would I I could see being an issue down the road if she didn't nab it up. Yeah, yeah. It, it could they could they could like it's it's just smart to nab that stuff like to grab that yeah. stuff even if you don't ever plan on leaving like yeah what one day she retires like and wants to have a pro wrestling tease store like some all, like yeah. other retired WWE people do, you know? Yeah. Like, or it comes to raise time and it's like, well, I got my trademarks, you know? Well, it's like, like, it's like you're um, not going to give me what I want. Really, I really good point, like the pro wrestling tease is uh, Edge and Christian, mm-hmm. like when they were having shirts like on pro wrestling tees for like their podcasts and everything. And for, it was like Adam Copeland and he uh-huh. could never could put Edge on it. Mm. But yeah. And so, no, it's very, very smart to have that. Um, I hope he doesn't do what I think he's going to do, which is go to Ring of Honor mm. because all his boys are there. Yeah, and yeah, Los Ingo Bernables is like, mm-hmm. 
gotcha. big old faction there right now, speaking, led by Roosh. Speaking of Ring of Honor, um, Homicide showed up um, yeah. and his buds with Brody King. Is Homicide good or bad? Um, I mean, what do you, his name's Homicide. Like, like as far as a <laughs> no, human being no, goes? No, yeah, I mean as, as, as like a, a person. His name is Homicide. So, so is he a murderer? I just want to know if I need to question Brody King. Yeah, probably. Question, every, question everybody, probably. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, cautiously. You need, to, cautiously. You, need to, you need to question him <laughs> a little bit, but I mean, also it's like Homicide's like a a Ring of Honor legend. He had some fucking wars. Okay. Mm. Oh, speaking of wars, sorry, off topic. War games. Watched, uh, oh. No, we watched wars. You Can't Kill David Arquette last night. It rocks. Fuck. Fuck, it's such a good documentary. Fuck, it made me love wrestling. I want the RJ uh, City cut, though. Me, me too. With more RJ City. Oh, WWE, the bump star, RJ City. Yes. Mm. I mean... But... <laughs> good for him. Did you get that mania? Did you get that mania fucking... Yeah. Pulled Let's up? talk about the mat, the, the card so far. Um, night one, we got Cesaro versus Seth. We got Braun versus Shane. We got the New Day versus AJ and Omos. And this is Omos's tag team Omos. debut. Omos. Sorry. Omos. Not Edward it's James it. Omos. Sorry. Omos. Oh, that'd be sick, though. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, Selena's, Selena's dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that'll be cool seeing his debut. Uh, Bad Bunny with Damian Priest versus The Miz in a singles match. So apparently yeah. there's some injuries that well, mm. that's why they kind of they put announced it this way and then if it comes down to it they can do the tag match. Okay. Okay. Mm. Uh Bobby Lashley versus Drew for the championship. A big fight feel on that one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm. I like I it is cool. I so they're going to have what like 20% capacity of their Fucking shit. They're going to have like a bunch of people there. 25,000. It's a lot of fucking people mm-hmm. in Florida. Lar- but- largest gathering in the U.S. since since COVID started. So Yeah, it's a terrible idea. But <laughs> we, but we can't. Well, what are we going to do? Change it? No. <laughs> I think it's a great. Um, I think it's a great opportunity to get people to cheer for Drew. I like the idea of Drew chasing, getting that big title victory in front of yeah. thousands of people. It will be cool. This is the makeup for him not having fans last year when he won. Yeah. The way that they've been handling this uh, this title picture has been pretty fucking cool. I, mm-hmm. Honestly, since The Miz won it. <laughs> since The Miz won it, it's been an exciting story. Then it's it's what? been downhill since since then. Like, you know, The Miz winning was a high point, and then... And then now it's just back in the shitter. Just until bullshit. He can, basically, yeah. till the next money in the bank when Miz can get that fucking briefcase again. Uh, not Drew. Between Drew and Bobby, they have exactly zero uh, reality TV shows. So yeah. who cares? That's true. That's true. Not oh, like, like Cody a, and Brandy. Not like Cody. Yeah. No. Roads, roads to the top or whatever the fuck it's called. I just, oh boy. I just want to say the way that my uh, 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 web browser is set up when I. Cl- go to Bobby Lashley's name and hover over it and it like has a sample picture. It cuts his head off perfectly and it's just his torso. Uh, And it doesn't do that for anyone else and that's funny. Because they know what we're tuning in for. Not that sweaty bald head. Um, And then we got Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair as what they're calling the main event. Hopefully it'll actually be the main event. Very, very cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, Night two, Kevin 
Owens versus Sami Zayn. It's been done a million times, and it'll it can be done a million times more, and I will be it's, a happy baby. It's been a long, long time since it has since it happened, though. This like, one is going to have an, an, a, a bit of an. Uh, well, Sammy's not wrestling like he used to. He's more of a no. brawler. Well, well, now he's more of a fucking documentarist, no. and he's going to be bringing fucking Logan Paul on. His yeah, well, next week. that is a thing I not, hate. Not it's not to mania, and at least not now. But oh, they're going to bring I, a celebrity. Out of are gonna, just as crazy. This, probably Logan Paul. Like people are going to complain about like this match, and be like it's not going to be like the final battle matches they had, or no, of course this, not this and that. But it's like this feud started like in shitty indies in Montreal, mm-hmm. and it's been their whole career. Mm-hmm. And now they got to do it at WrestleMania. Yeah, and I'm just fucking stoked because like, yeah, that, that, that's like the like a fitting end to this fucking mm. like career long feud that they had. Yeah, and also like, yeah, Sammy hasn't been wrestling like he used to, you know. But do you not think that he still can for this match? Yeah. Like, he, I don't care like how easy he's been taken or whatever. Like, he's on that Shinsuke like work style right now but we've also seen with shinsuke still pull it out like yeah just because you don't every match anymore doesn't mean it's not still there and i i guarantee this mat like sammy's gonna like dig deep for that for this match. yeah it's like randy orton with the riders you know it's still there and he can pull it out but he doesn't he can pull it he he knows not to he'll see a bag he knows not to shit in it, but he knows how to fucking. He knows how to rock <laughs> that sphincter. Shit in the bag, so watch out, Alexa. He still knows how to rock that sphincter. Um, but yeah, I, don't I like that. <laughs> I I really don't like the Logan Paul thing. Like Sami Zayn, stupid. In every aspect, is a oh, really go good dude, and then he just has to work with this guy who, and I. I mean, all I, think he's I been remember trying to make amends since he filmed that dead. All guy. I remember is the dead body thing, but I thought there was other stuff that he did too. Oh, he's a shithead. Yeah, but well, like it's the thing. It's just like he's young. He's fucking. He's rich young, because dumb, of and full of cum. Exactly, and and you know who doesn't who doesn't cheer for just a fucking young white cum straight man <laughs> with who, with all the money in the world that he doesn't deserve? Who doesn't have money in the world really and all the jizz in his loins? God, is Kevin Owens gonna murder him? I, uh, hopefully uh, he did. He did fucking murder Machine Gun Kelly once. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I want to know who the fuck like writer's assistant or like who knows Logan backstage Paul. that is getting guys like Bad Bunny and Logan Paul, and they're just like, we got to get the fucking young viewers. Back, one, so. it, one of those things it, is not like the other. <laughs> um, one of those things is not like the other, but no, it's true about both. Both are draws. Like mm-hmm. I f- fuck Logan Paul. I yeah. fuck, he's yeah. tra- he's trash that belongs in the toilet, but. Look at legitimately look at his like boxing like yeah <coughs> excuse me like numbers that he's pulled in like people tune in to watch him okay that's why like, he's a mar- that's he's why a marketing- the boxing thing that's why he's a market well he's a marketing fucking you know like he's clearly good at fucking getting eyes on him yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, so, and he will bring eyes to the product yeah and they want to get the younger demographic back like. They're, like you bring in people like Bad Bunny, mm-hmm. you bring in people like Logan Paul, who like even though they're gonna be kind of different demographics, mm-hmm. it's still younger people, it's younger yeah. viewers. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that I wish out. I wish that they like had gone for more of like a um like Peacock crossover like angle yeah, on this, Michael and they Scott, like bring in the office. Well, they they revealed that. Sami Zayn's documentary crew was the same documentary crew as was in the office. Oh, the dude that was trying to fuck Pam? 
Yeah. Mm. Break up a marriage. Season, that, that show got bad. Yeah. Or it's uh, the yeah, return that, of Colin Jost. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, I you know wrestling, I, especially if if the the route they want to go is let's just give everybody a fucking feel good show. Let's give twenty five thousand people a good fucking time while they you know. Well, they spread the shit out of some COVID nineteen around. We're getting yeah. They should like, have Motley Crue come in and play Doctor Feel Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So is it gonna be? It's so if Logan Paul's on WrestleMania, it's gonna be funny that he's like not even like the most like problematic person there with Hogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's and, what they're trying to do. They're just trying to but, water water down the field and, a little bit. And members of the roster, to be honest. Yeah, so. fuck, true. Yeah. Um, Drake will probably be there in some capacity. <laughs> Worth's not Maverick. Yeah, uh, yeah. Say, Maverick speaking of dead. speaking of Jordan yeah. Devlin, hmm? uh, we got Big E versus Apollo for the championship intercontinental one. Uh, yes. The Fiend versus Randy. Hopefully, it's the end of the feud. Maybe it's the end of the Fiend. Dude, what if it takes place, like, Ooh. cinematically, in a duffel bag? <laughs> Just in a giant duffel bag. <laughs> yeah. I mean, thinking of all the sins that, like, Randy, like, because the John Cena ones were kind of innocent. It was just him making bad career decisions. Like, he just shows up with a bag. <laughs> like, yeah. there's, like, a bag that, like, talks, like a cartoon bag that says, Shit in me, Randy. Shit in me, uh, Randy. No, no, it, I still Bray, taste like your poopy. It's Bray, Bray just, like, comes up to Randy. Randy, Randy, I heard, I heard you like shit in bags, Randy. And he unzips it, and there's a tiny John Cena in it. Like, <laughs> look, at this, look at this big piece of shit in this bag. <laughs> <laughs> kept him in here since yeah, last year, Randy. And, and John, John's just like, uh, ho- oh, hey, Randy, uh, hello. Uh, Please go out to the theaters uh, on uh, April seventeenth uh, to see Suicide Squad too. It's a, uh, it's a uh, great to see you. It's, I've been in a bag for a year. Uh, <laughs> I have uh, shit myself, <laughs> and uh, the bag's also filled with Randy's shit. <laughs> Randy and John shit. Bag. Matt, I need I, to correct you. The sequel to Suicide Squad is called The Suicide Squad. Oh, T. Okay, got you. So, um, what's sad gotcha. about like all of Randy's like transgressions is that they're all like real life, like <laughs> shitty ones, like drugs, and, like, and, and shit in bags, saying the n word on Twitch. Yeah, it's like you can't break up any of these ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some of these ones Randy, are gonna be pretty damp, pretty damning. But you know what? I think you're anything. Call any- of Duty, Randy. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Say it, Randy. Say the word that comes to mind, now, Randy. Now, What's now, the first now, word? Now, Randy, my, uh, I, I'm, you, I kind of believe you uh, should be able to say that word. Uh, my wife's <laughs> black. <laughs> hey, hey, Randy. Hey, Randy. Why don't you publicly say what should be going on in public schools religion-wise, Randy? <laughs> It'll make everybody really sympathetic to God, you. I forgot about that Instagram post of Randy's, like, Talking about how kids aren't allowed to pray in schools anymore. Yeah, dude, how it's just a fucking travesty. I just, I love that aspect of religion where it's like this dude who is a bad person swears fucking all the time and is just like, we need God back in schools or they'll turn out like me. Maybe that's why. It's like, do you want your kids shitting in bags and saying racial slurs on Xbox? Or the only thing kept, the only thing that. 
The only thing that kept me from shitting in bags in school was all the praying I had to do back then. <laughs> shit when I'm on my knees praying. Exactly. Um, we got Asuka versus Rhea Ripley, which is yeah. it's gonna be tight. I think mm-hmm. this is like one of those respect matches, right? There's not really a story yet. It's just uh, like, yeah. you're good. Yeah. I want to be as good as you. Let's fight. It's the best w- NXT Women's Champion versus maybe the most disappointing. Yeah. No, Ember that's Ember. Ember. Ember Moon is the most disappointing. Yeah, that was kind um, of a, not, that was not a great run. No, but Rhea's was also yeah. not great. Well, um, not her fault. That hers was a booking decision. Like a like issues with booking, not her specifically. Yeah, but that title oh, is know. sure strong now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Roman versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan. Hell yeah! Come on! Wow! Yeah! Wow! Yeah! Like legitimately has the opportunity to be like one of the best main events ever. Like I am like fascinated with this main event of like the difference in styles we get with the three, all three of them. Mm-hmm. Like I think, like I, it's rare for a triple threat. I think to actually like be a stronger option than like yeah. any of the one-on-one matchups within it. Like yeah, for sure. This one, Even- like the, I, I texted this. I was admittedly on, on planet RVD uh, after watching fast lane, but I texted, uh, you know, after like Roman Reigns is the best sports entertainer on the planet right now. Like, and I, I truly believe that mm-hmm. like, he, yeah. he, no, he's not the best wrestler, but like the way the psychology that he puts into the, his matches right now, and like just everything he does character wise is better than anyone right now. Then yeah, Daniel Bryan is character. Yeah, Daniel well. Bryan is as good a wrestler as anyone on the planet right oh, now. Like so you can't say you can't say anyone is a better professional wrestler than him. Like, um, yeah, and the, then really Edge is like Edge is like also just character work wise like. At another level right now. And everybody else, and it's so like you know, aside from like Roman and Daniel, but like you look at the rest of the roster, Edge is just like so leaps and bounds ahead. He's like a defined person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's it's fantastic. It's fantastic. There's so many little like there's so many storytelling possibilities the three of them can do mm-hmm. together. There's like this kind of looming thing that's going on with like Brian's contracts coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what's that going to be all about? Mm-hmm. And there so, was yeah, also like perfect. rumors and reports that like Daniel Bryan was going to be in this Hall of Fame class, which was apparently it was re- just a um, like somebody fucked up. So <laughs> put Team Hell No in. <laughs> but um, speaking of looming, Dexter Loomis is part of the NXT roster. There we go. There we fucking go, dude. Um, that was a stretch, but it, it was. Like, anyways, let's talk about AEW. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about NXT. Please, please. Uh, we had Io Shirai and Zoe Stark versus Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. That's cool. Mm. I like Zoe Stark. She's very good. Yeah, I keep. I, I still. I know she's not. I just keep thinking she's an indie veteran, and she's not. And it's weirding me out. Somebody must really like her over there too, because she's getting pushed. Right yeah, mm. for real, for real. Um, Roddy, Roddy's mad at his friends, and his friends yeah. don't like him okay, anymore. Kyle was kind of Roddy an asshole. Kyle, Kyle was, a was dick. being a dick. Yeah, Kyle was being a dick. It's like this isn't about us, Roddy. It's about me, and Kyle. It's like oh, Roddy got his fucking shit rock too, He's dude. Like, yeah, come on, poor Roddy. Chris, like, poor Roddy. He's Sorry. just the dumbest person alive. 
<laughs> I mean, second to Cameron Grimes. No, second no. Second to Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes is... You leave him alone. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm talking kayfabe, dude. That's he fucking kicked no, Roddy when Ma- he was down. Drake Maverick is actually probably the dumbest, uh, dumbest person there. <laughs> Maybe. Except I got him a good friend. <laughs> Who disappeared. Um, Bronson so. versus LA Knight. Um, surprising. Yeah, I, I like it. I love it, though. Like, I, I like when they just kind of get a loss out of the way when someone debuts a little bit. Like, but just someone who's totally legit, like, because when I, I saw that he was fighting Bronson Reed, I was like worried for Bronson. Like, ah, uh, don't like don't sacrifice Bronson's momentum. But like, I don't think this hurts L.A. Knight at all to lose to Bronson Reed. No, because like, I've, as I've been saying, L.A. Knight, not that big of a fucking deal. <laughs> And Bronson Reed's been hovering in this exact spot for a long time and like hasn't got has he had a title opportunity of any sort? Uh he's in the ladder match for the North American yeah. title. Okay. Uh, I, I think Bronson's gonna end up being the baby face that comes and topples Karrion Cross, like down the road. Whoa. Oh. I think that's why they're holding him there where he's winning. He does mm. certain things, but kind of like Remember Keith Lee before he finally got that push up into the title scene? He was just hovering oh, for okay. years. Like okay. Okay. Uh, Karrion Cross versus Oni Larkin. Um, this this was cool. so good. This is great. I, I love shit like this, even though it was technically kind of a squash. It was but, fun. like, they gave Oni, like, way, way more offense than I was expecting. And also, I lo- was watching this, I realized, like, Oni and Finn, there's similarities in Oni's and Finn's like fighting, like fighting style, like how like frantic and fast Oni is. Like they're both really like quick, mm-hmm. um, without being like they're quick cruiserweight wrestlers that aren't high flyers. Like they're just like really fast and like stick and move and are like tactical and stuff. And I really liked they're basically showing like that Finn has a chance against Karrion because Oni did. Yeah, and then yeah. Fucking uh, Cross cuts that fucking promo at the end of it. Great promo. Finn comes out and like is everything he de- like said in this promo like he's so believable. Mm-hmm. And it's just like explained away the demon in yeah. one in one sentence. Yeah, too. Like I I love that. Wait, like saying like I must have missed that. What did he say? He said that. Oh, what did he say exactly? Um, that like. Oh, I, I can't even remember now, but he had a line about like how um, like demons and whatnot. But yeah, it, it, it is that thing of Finn. It's like his, emo- and, his emotions and everything. Ah, uh, that's his, what it was. That, that he's um like that out of control emotions. So, like some people might call them demons. Okay, okay, that, okay. I remember that. Um, yeah, the reason I've my demons. The reason that Finn is you know going to beat carrying the reason why Finn is the champion. The reason why Finn is like you know. The whole like the business watches me sort of thing is because he conquered his emotions. He's like he's ice cold now. Like mm-hmm. and everything, and, everything Cross does is reactionary. Yeah. It's all so yeah. passionate, emotionally yep. driven. Yep. And, and, he, and it, Finn's like saying, "Hey, if that's what you bring to the table, I can tell you how this is going to end." Mm-hmm. And even though I fully expect Carrying to win, yeah, this promo legitimately like made you think. <laughs> made me think like that's how they explain away Finn winning, like. If Finn actually does win this match, it's going to be because Karrion, like, loses control and Finn takes advantage of it. Mm-hmm. And, like, they just planted that seed in my mind. And now I'm, even though I'm fully expecting Karrion to win, I could see 
him losing and going up to the main roster, you know, the day after Mania. The way that they that promo ended specifically was within that whole span of time of Finn giving that spiel, it calmed Carrion down. Mm -hmm. Like in that way of like it's it ended with the two of them staring face to face. Carrion obviously still looking pissed off. But like you could tell that he was like that it sunk in there that like, okay, Mm -hmm. like I I, you, you let me in on a little bit of what I need to fucking beat you. And and we'll see if he can do it. It's a fantastic way to tell a story, and almost yeah. like and, and like making kind of like him second guessing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like mm-hmm. like that calmness is like, oh, maybe he's fucking right. Like, start using, and then he starts second guessing himself. Just plant that seed. NXT did a great job of planting some fucking seeds. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. there's a weird uh, uh, tournament for the North American title opportunity. This, this is, is no the tournament. It is so weird though. <laughs> it is the most. <laughs> WCW like convoluted like is it style of like a way to get to a number one contender? Is it a battle royal and then a gauntlet match, or is it a gauntlet battle royal? It's a, it's a battle, it, it's an eliminator battle royal. Okay, which is just a battle well, royal. So it's a well, battle it, royal that will lead into a gauntlet match, which will lead into the title match. Yeah. Oh. What? Um the 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 battle royal is next week on NXT. Oh. The gauntlet match is night one. Of stand and deliver. Got you. The title matches night two of stand and deliver. Got so this you. is a it's a three match. It's a way to sequence. get everybody on takeover. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. I just yeah. man, battle royals like this is the weird like battle royals that end with more than one person are already weird. <laughs> like um, ones that like oh top two people or whatever. This one is there are twelve total people. And the match will be over when there are six left. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But wait, I, I just realized maybe they'll do the whole battle royal and that determines the last the gauntlet. Yeah. That's what I thought too. Like, I, like the whoever wins the battle royal is like the last entrant in the gauntlet. Mm. They did not announce that, but I hope that's how they do that it. That checks out. Because otherwise, like a gauntlet or a battle royal ending after half of the 12 people get eliminated is like. Maybe the most like anticlimactic thing I could imagine. Mm-hmm. Walter and Drake Maverick had a match. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I loved it just because like Drake is so good at selling, getting destroyed. He's mm. dead. Yeah, and I, 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 I'm really intrigued by like the way they're like building this feud with like. And like just the storyline going on with like where like where did Thatcher go <laughs> and now where did Killian go like and like and because we like have that context of like oh maybe they're doing some like r- ring comp you know reunion stuff with Thatcher and Killian Dane is also like from the you know from Europe so like he fits in like Imper- even though he doesn't aesthetically fit in Imperium like there's still like you know that whole like angle to it, and, and then, but um, the the sanity um with uh, Alexander Wolf, yeah, like, he was the one that was like, oh yeah. yeah, and so like there's all those connections there, and I love Walter how calm he is on everything. Yeah, it's mm. so fucking frightening. I I loved when Champa came out and was like, I'm intrigued by you, and I'm intrigued by this, and he points yeah, at he's the like, title. I yeah, he's like, I don't necessarily give a fuck about who you are. Mm-hmm. I want oh, yeah. what you have. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's. I love that. I love Champa's older and older. Champa's <laughs> second ring. that. Growing that hair out yeah. just makes him look like he's gonna start looking like fucking crazy ass Doc Brown. In a couple months. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yes. I yes. I really like that NXT found a way to separate him and Gargano completely. I love it because yeah. this different Tommaso yeah. is so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the complete I, opposite of New Johnny, who I like, but lo- opposite of cool. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, about man, I'm pretty cool. Yeah, Johnny, I'm playing Pokemon and up, up, down, down. <laughs> Johnny, what would you say is the coolest thing about you? I got a pretty sweet collection of toys. Oh. <laughs> you know who else collects toys? Zack Ryder. Do you think Zack Ryder is cool? Matt Cardona? Yeah, you're yeah, sorry. I forgot his yeah, real he's name. Cool. Uh he seems like a dork. Uh Johnny for I yeah. for a yeah. shoot thinks Matt Cardona's pretty cool. <laughs> Like yeah. you, I, like you know that <laughs> Matt Cardona is probably pretty cool. <laughs> he okay, so like Matt Cardona is cool in the like way that you know, hey, like I I like hang out with this guy when we're working together, you know. <laughs> but you'd never ever in a million years like befriend this person if they weren't your work buddy. But also, That's what Matt Cardona Cardona's feels like a to little me. Disney boy too. So I say we're all, we're all. We're all like adults in and around our thirties who still wear graphic tees. So I don't know if we're the people who get to fucking who get no. to be like, oh, you, th- you have to, you can't play with toys at a certain. Day. You know what I mean? We're not them. We're not that, right, Matt? Thank you. I mean, you're wearing your own podcast shirt. Right? Yeah, pretty- Matt, you're wearing a shirt I designed, so that makes <laughs> yeah. me pretty cool. It's because it's genuinely one of the more comfy it's shirts. You, I you can cool. get Shout one. Out. You can Matt, get one. Matt over- is cool. I think Matt's okay. very cool. Okay, Jonathan. Matt's a, Matt can play the drums. Um, Matt is one of the wow. most genuine human beings I've ever met. I think he's a dork. Derek is pronounced genuine. Um, <laughs> I'm a genuine boy. I, Matt would hang out with comfy roommates. Also, I'm the one who insulted you. Why are you, why are you getting on Matt? Dude, I don't know. I don't know where this Matt. came from. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta go. Candace heard me say shut up. Uh oh. Uh oh. Right, go words. to timeout, little boy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, hey, fuck you. Um, Shotzi, Blackheart, and Ember Moon versus Mercedes Martinez and Aaliyah. I love Robert Stone. So, the promo before, like, they're explaining, like, Jesse Kamea got injured. Uh huh. Um, and that he had to pay her off to like join back with the Robert Stone <laughs> and oh my gosh, she's like, this yeah, is that's half. half. And then like as it's like going away from it, he's like asking Aaliyah, like, do you have any cash? Like, <laughs> he's, like, I, I don't, I don't have any more money. <laughs> that rocks. He, he, he's and, underutilized. I just want to see him being a geek and getting like run over all the time still. And Martinez honestly brought so much to that match. Oh, they needed her in there. And yeah, I think they absolutely. That. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna guess this is gonna be a takeover match: Candice and Indy versus Shotzi and Ember. I'm guessing yeah. for the titles. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Jordan Devlin sucks, bad boy. Uh, Santos Escobar. Uh, they they didn't have a match, right? They just like looked at each other. And, oh, Kushida and Devlin. And then mm. Shawn Michaels comes out. I love this, just like it's, as a uh, random little, uh, and just like. <laughs> Yeah, also, like, Shawn Michaels' theme, playing in, like, such a sm- intimate setting. <laughs> and, when he, um, and then him coming and, out with a little cowboy hat. 
it's eyes just, going this way, that way. <laughs> clearly growing his hair back out. It, it, there's such a cognitive dissonance going on of like who Shawn Michaels is now and the fact that like he's seen like it's him singing that song from like, like this song plays and then this old man in a cowboy hat who looks like he just got done riding a horse for hours <laughs> comes walking out like oh okay here's a ladder and also just like so like the uh, when you think about who Shawn Michaels life when he recorded that song <laughs> like the Shawn Michaels you are hearing yeah on that entrance music so versus the Shawn Michaels that is now that exists now it'd be like Someone just like every time you try to do something, being like, "Hey, remember that? Remember that really stupid thing uh-huh. you did back in like college?" Like, do you remember you at your most sexually fucking charged? <laughs> you want to be remember, reminded? You remember the worst? Yeah. Remember <laughs> the worst time in your life? Yeah. Do you remember before you lost your smile, bro? Do you remember when you're such, like, the worst person that you got beat up by a bunch of Marines at a random bar once? <laughs> Fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, they should, what, you, what, you know what we need is we need the Vince McMahon cut. <laughs> bring, back the, bring back the McMahon cut. I, I, um, I loved the, uh, him coming out, pulling out the ladder, yeah. not saying anything, it was super cool. Yeah. And then, and the I other l- seed they yes. fucking planted. Yes, yes. Is Adam Cole's about to walk out, and they show Shawn Michaels like walking down from the ramp. Yeah, and that fucking stare down, just like, mm-hmm. oh my god! Like I, like I know Shawn's talked about how he wish he hadn't come out of retirement for that yeah. Saudi Arabia match. Mm-hmm. Well, here's how you fucking make it better: <laughs> go and you have one last match, one more. Match. God, because and then, I, but then, but then Cole does the fucking Captain Phillips thing, where it's like, hey, I'm the Shawn now. No, I'm the Shawn Michaels he now. Does- Adam Cole does the I'm sorry, I love you to him. <laughs> oh, fuck. No, he'd say, I'm sorry, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Or like he would do it all mocking, like, boo-hoo, I'm so sorry, I love you. <laughs> Panama Sunrise. <laughs> um, also, I was thinking about this. Like, if Edge and Christian still had their show, if there was a sketch that was Shawn Michaels, Dolph Ziggler, and Adam Cole, like playing <laughs> just in a in a rope dangling match because they are <laughs> Dolph Ziggler wants to be Shawn Michaels so yeah. does Adam Cole Adam Cole definitely looks more like Shawn Michaels Adam Cole is Shawn Michaels <laughs> Dolph Ziggler wants to be Shawn Michaels yeah and but Shawn and Michaels then, is Nick Gage if you look at his action figure and wow. then <laughs> the, 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 the young bucks come in with Marty Jannetty because they're both Marty Jannetty but want to be Shawn Michaels <laughs> Um, but yeah, if they do an Adam Cole, Shawn Michaels match, dear God, think of that, whatever takeover that is. Ooh, that would be a mania proper. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it'd be a beautiful match. Um, or, or God, so, or I, suck ass. No, I'm sure it would be. be I'm, no, I'm, I'm sure, sure it'd be good. I, because yeah, Shawn Michaels wasn't the reason that tag match sucked. Yeah. Like, no, for real, and for real. that Ric Flair match. I remember watching it with Isai and being enthralled. The Ric Flair Shawn Michaels last, match. I watched it this last summer again, and good God, it holds up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like old people. Old people can still go. We. It's just not the rule. <laughs> it's the exception. It's brave of you to say. <laughs> um, Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole yelled at each other. <laughs> Matt, what? Sure, Matt, sure as Matt, shit they did. Okay, real quick. You just took a drink of your drink and it like the way it your background it face. like censored it. <laughs> <laughs> it does. 
<laughs> it's because you're, uh, uh, gripping it's, Brock's wait. shoulder there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm Matt, just hold it up. <laughs> hold it up again. Oh, hold on. Uh, I want to see if I can drink his eyeball. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting some good screenshots. Censored, dude. I'm it's sorry. The fucking, it's because the big people over at fucking Polar Seltzer Water don't want this shit all fucking over Zoom. The whole thing. Um, should we go over to fucking AEW no. Dynamite, dude? We'll talk we about should, the though. fucking promo. Yeah, was- we gotta oh, yeah. talk about. So uh, oh yes, good. I got, got it. Story story time with Adam Cole. Yeah, like you forget how fucking good that shit was. Oh like- my god, like it just reminded me how good of a talker he is. Mm-hmm. Um, just him talking about like how like they like at first it's like yeah it wasn't like it was about them just like taking over and all this shit and he's like no it's about fucking me. I'm the best. I don't sit on the sidelines. You fucking lost. Yeah. And it's like, you're not the best. That's what Undisputed Air is supposed to be about. It's me. Oh, yeah. God. so good. I love, so, like, Adam Cole, like, in the segment, we have Adam Cole and we have, and William Regal are, like, two of the, like, best talkers in wrestling ever. Like, straight up. Just, like, absolutely. And then Kyle is not that. But I actually think it works, like, for Kyle's benefit to be, like, to not be so smooth. Like, he's, like, Adam Cole is the sleazy, like, used car salesman that you know, like, you can't trust. He talks too, like, he's too, too like, he's too good. You don't trust the way him. That, the way that Kyle then, came back with, with you know, we the, over the last four years, like, we have, what we've done together has made us all better, but only one of us has become a better person. Yeah. <laughs> it's mm. kind of this, like, awesome way to to go about it. When when Cole is like, dude, you had you had two opportunities under the fucking bright lights to be the champion, and then the guy who beat you both times, you want to be fucking buds? You want you want him to join the fucking group? Like you're pathetic. And like, and like, thing, like, oh, like, like, like forever have heat with the general manager and always have to watch your back, like with the locker room because they just stepped on everybody. And then mm-hmm. just him realizing that like he needs to grow as a person to be better. It's like so cool. It's like such a cool story. Mm-hmm. And then there's Adam Cole who has one thing and he just wants to be the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also like I love that like they didn't even bring this into it yet, but I'm sure they can. Like Adam Cole's just like talking shit on Kyle saying like you lost to Finn twice. And I like Kyle didn't even bring up so has Adam Cole. <laughs> like Adam Cole lost that the match after Karrion vacated it. And then lost that re like That's lost true. the title match against Finn just a couple weeks ago. Like true, he say like we both have lost to him twice. Like yeah, at least like, I can accept it. Like exactly because then you have Adam Cole there who just like yeah it, it, again it's all about him. It's mm-hmm. that narcissist. It's the idea of a uh, you know a tiger never actually sheds mm-hmm. its stripes. Mm-hmm. Like Adam Cole has lost like five NXT title matches. <laughs> you know, like he also lost the one to Johnny. Like he's lost like. And then, like, he's lost the title. Like, he lost the title. So but the idea this, like, narcissist who, like, doesn't see that. He just sees all the people who are fucking also fucking up and then blames it on them. It's, like, truly becoming this, like, full-on bad guy. Mm. And then it does, it does I what I love, and I'm sure we're going to get. I just wish, and I, I'm happy with where it's at. Mm-hmm. I just wish it was a little bit sillier. <laughs> Just because I, it's going to force Kyle to, to, to cut these, like, real-from-the-heart promos. I just don't like him as much. I don't like those promos as much. And maybe he'll get better at doing it. You them. want silly Kyle? I get it. I but love silly Kyle. I, I this think is not a time for silly Kyle. Yeah, no. I think it's like that's big. I can't I, take. I can't take serious Kyle as serious as I like. I think what you like once you see him in a match like this, um, you can because like when he like 
PWG when he came back it was like fucking super intense. Kyle, he was great when he was the PWG world champion, like super intense guy. It was great. Like he just said, did he wear a denim vest then? Uh, no, he did not. Because he, I'm sorry, I actually don't think it's doing him any favors. No, it fucking rocks. Shirt. You are goddamn wrong about I, that. Yeah, I, I okay. Agree. I think fucking I just sorry, the thing that I think is actually like what fucking he needs to change up about the the look. They need to be deeper cut T-shirts. That's the issue. Just having a straight ride the lightning and then Joy Division, Joy Division shirts. Yeah, a weird like, unknown to, pleasure shirt. <laughs> like I'm even like. That feels like legitimately Kyle. Like if you look oh, yeah. at like you know the music that he like is always like spinning on his like turntable and like on, uh-huh. like on his Instagram stories. Like it's it's sick that he like like that he likes what he likes, but it's also all pretty like pretty um like not deep cut, pretty well stuff. worn territory. Yeah, yeah, which is fine. Like he's Canadian, he didn't have cool stuff. <laughs> That's true. Um, Put on a true. weaker than shirt, Kyle. Yeah, <laughs> or just you know, he should have been wearing a Kill 'Em All shirt instead of Ride the Lightning. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, Saint Anger though, huh? Put on a put on a fucking propaganda shirt, Kyle. Like that's what I would expect, kind of, to be in that mm. vein put as well. A, the, or just a not Joy not, Division shirt. I'm surprised he's not wearing Alexis on Fire merch. Look at him; he's a poster boy for an Alexa Alexis on Fire fan. That's dude, it's like Kyle. Jr. Well, you, you don't want August Burns uh, red hoodie in 2005, Kyle. <laughs> Um, you don't want to like stray too close to Randy and Bray's feud, so yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, I thought you said Alexa on fire. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That was great. That was great. Talk to me about AD- AEW. Let's talk to me. Talk to me, dude. You got the pinnacle out there. Ugh. But it, the match, the, the night started out with Kenny Omega versus Matt Seidel and bell to bell. Fun stuff. It's very good match. Yeah. Um, a bubble. It's great. I, Kenny bugs me without his eyebrows. Like, I just noticed it mm. now. And I can't unsee um, it. Um, also, I thought that oh, go ahead. this Kenny promo, though, was actually, like, better. Great. Like, I thought that, like, I haven't been a fan. Like, I, I have not been a fan of this Kenny and not in the way that I'm supposed to not be a fan. Um, right. I, I'm, you know, I'm not a fan of the gimmick, <laughs> um, totally. and you know the, you know, the homophobia, uh, and the Don Callis <laughs> of it all. And I even Don Callis, like he is like a step away from being not as good as, but more of a Paul Heyman figure. Where like, ooh, he's greasy and I hate him, but like I love to hate him. Yeah, like yeah. I think he's only a step away from that. Um. Because he's only a step away from that, makes it even worse. Because uh-huh. um, he's this, also another step away from being, you know, like, oh, god damn it. It's, it's like how the most dissonant note is the one that's, you know, just one note <laughs> yeah. off. It's just half a step. A minor second is the most dissonant note. Don Callis um, is the minor second of uh, AEW. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't give a shit about Caesar Bononi and Hangman Page, sorry to say. Sorry to say. Um, I I loved um, Hangman's uh, like interaction with the Dark Order, though. Like I, it's I legitimately found it like touching. Like how like he has he has these friends again. Like he left his shitty friends, like that in in the elite. Like Uh he looks like the smartest person wrestling to get away from all of that fucking (laughs) mess. And they care about him. I, the friendship with Dark Order, I love. Hangman Page versus Caesar Bononi with Ryan Nemeth and fucking JD Drake. I don't give a 
no. about, dude. <laughs> but uh, no, I I completely agree with you. And I my my heart grew for John Silver on this episode. Johnny Hungy, dude. Johnny Hungy, Johnny Hungy is you know he holds a special place in my heart. But the we I don't you know we wanted to jump around the whole fucking episode. Uh, but that main event, we're just speaking of Dark Order, whatnot, when, like, fucking Hangman Page was talking him up, was giving him advice and encouragement to Johnny Hungy. That was great. Uh, and then the match with Darby Allen was fantastic as well. I thought they I, had so much fun. Apparently he injured himself, John Silver. Yeah, yeah that's unfortunate. For, he's only going to be, like, four to six weeks, so nothing too bad. Um, he's not uh, Danny Birch level. Yeah. yeah. I do like uh, when Kenny was talking to the Young Bucks. And he was like, you guys fucking like, brought Brandon Cutler. Like, yeah. I like that I didn't choose AEW. I chose the Bucks, and you guys never chose me back. It's kind of a, a it's a cool way to go with it. I, like, th- th- that was like the best part like for me as far as like any of Kenny's shit he's been doing recently. It's like, okay, finally, like, it's like not just him playing like this weird, obnoxious character. Like, it's a person with hurt feelings. It's like, okay, cool. Like, you actually gave me, a, like, you gave a reason. As to why, like you finally gave me a why, like so, like so long later, but at least we have a why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. So, what do y'all think? I, I I missed your opinions last week on the Thunder Rosa Britt Baker match, and then the fallout that we've been seeing from it. I thought Britt Baker's promo this week was sick. I as thought far it was very as just good. like, dude, yeah, fucking take a shot at Mick Foley. It was awesome. Like, it took him twenty years to be a hardcore legend. It took me one night. <laughs> Wanna call her a hardcore legend, but it was a good match. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get, I get the, but sometimes I get when you're feeling passionate, and you just start saying shit. Yeah, that's it, pro wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Um, I thought, I thought the match was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I thought it was awesome that apparently Tony Khan tried to talk them out of a few things, and they were like, "Piss off, TK," <laughs> and he fucking backed off, dude. You let them do what they wanted. Think to about do. bullying your boss. Uh, I'm pretty sure yeah. everybody can bully. Him. <laughs> yeah, a little fucking dweeb. Man, that would feel so good to bully a billionaire. <laughs> that would feel really good. <laughs> but uh, his ass. So, like, I I thought it was cool. Huge fan all around. I hope you know. I mean, th- but what's interesting is like Thunder Rosa won. I get why. I mean, Britt Baker is technically the one who's on Dynamite, so who is a, te- a an employee of AEW. So it makes sense that they give her a fucking interview. But it's like she didn't win the match. Where's Where's Thunder Rosa? Because. Bruh. Because as much as they want to talk about wanting to be sports presentation, they are as sports entertainment as they come. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. the one that quote unquote got over and was the the talk. She's got the t shirts now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And so Brett Brett Hart won at WrestleMania thirteen, but you'd think of Stone Cold. That's true. Mm-hmm. Passing out in his own blood. Yeah. Um Okay, we got we saw the in ring stylings of the pinnacle so far. We got the the first little ditty that we'd see with the the chairman Sean Spears and FTR oh, cool. versus the Varsity Blondes and Dante Martin. Man, the pinnacle that that pinnacle tag team right there is just like for me the ultimate like example of sometimes the grass isn't always greener. Like <laughs> think about the NXT career of all three of those gentlemen and Dude, how over real. they all, they all once were. And FTR is still a, a good, really great tag team, but I think like, but not the way I, we talked about before. It's not like, 
I think it shows like, man, sometimes like th- just the right place, right time, right people to work with, mm-hmm. right style. Like, yeah, like the reason why they were so great is because they were I like know. If the different. Pinnacle, would they if have the pinnacle started at the at the at, at the onset of, of AEW? If the pinnacle was introduced, wow. You know, because like that's when we had the the ideas of like, oh man, FTR versus Young Bucks. Wow, what a dream match! What a dream we could see. And then it's like, oh, Sean Spears. Like everyone loved Ty Dillinger. It, oh my god, it's like, or, but it's just too little, too late. And even if it was Sean Spears, like, if they like started this based off of the the chair shot, the stupid chair <laughs> shot with Cody. Yeah, like that that shit was garbage. They shouldn't have done it. But like, at least he had some potential for momentum then <laughs> i wouldn't even say he had momentum i'd say that like he had similar momentum to that one time he was in a u.s title match with aj and baron corbin to eat a pin um oh yeah at least it, it was yeah to get baron the u.s title God, by I beating sean spears that. yeah um at least you'd have almost that much momentum yeah. but right now it's just like dear god God, like there's nothing behind these guys. No, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what there is behind these guys. Hmm. Potential, and I'm talking about Lucha Bros and Laredo Kid. Mm. I like the Laredo Kid, man. Laredo Kid is so fucking good. Also, fun fact about Laredo Kid: um, he is the probably the closest, besides Kota Ibushi, who has done it, um, to kicking out of a one wing angel. Because one time in a match. He kicked out at 3.1 of a second rope one winged angel. Oh wow. One of those Hulk, like, one of those Hulk Hogan shoulders up. Where yes. It's like one, two, three. Yeah, Laredo Kid did that once against Kenny. Like 3.1 kicked out. Awesome. That was that was a really good match though. Laredo Kid and Kenny mm-hmm. triple A. And Michael Nakazawa yeah. was just there. <laughs> yeah, dude, just oily. Just ruined botching everybody's spots for him. I see. I saw some 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 word. I saw some word going around about like, oh, this shows a glaring hole in the NXT Performance Center. Looking at how much Ty Conti has improved in AEW, I think that's a what? terrible take. That is like, just I. What the version of that take that is true is this is proof that the NXT Performance Center isn't the best environment for everyone. Mm-hmm. For Ty Conti, exactly. It's like there's yeah. so many people who have flourished out of the Performance Center. But that being said, what a match. Well, I mean, what a match for Ty Conti mm-hmm. and Nyla Rose. Like, she really showed some fucking fire. Yeah. And it's I, cool, I, man. I, 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 like like it. Ni- I like Nyla Rose's fucking uh, jumping knee strike. It's always kind of cool to see. Yeah. Uh, and Conti sold the shit out of it. Conti's getting really good at having the fucking absolute, like, di- like disillusioned fucking, like, you know breaking emotional break in the in the match to turn on a second gear like she's hmm. she's coming into her own for sure no it's it's a little weird but like i just thought of it she actually reminds me of like the better version of like what Aaliyah is right now because Aaliyah has gotten really good at getting the shit kicked out of her mm-hmm. um like she she i think she's actually re- like really good at selling now yeah. um and she took that oh she took that eclipse like a fucking but her but dear god her offense is is still trash um ty conti is like she is really good at like selling and getting the shit kicked out of her but then like she has a like believable offense too she has all that judo experience that like totally totally makes sense her her throws and stuff like that are fine like some of those fucking strikes that are just like they're bad Mm -hmm. Mm. 
There's yeah, a they lot should... of people like that, though. Mm. Yeah, and, like, I'll take someone who has, like, technical ability. Like, basically, like, looks like they have their feet under them. Like, and then can learn to do those strikes a bit better, you know? Like, versus someone who looks lost, like, d- doesn't have their feet under them in a match. And, like, yeah. that's, that's I think, the most promising thing with her is, like, she doesn't look lost. She just looks weak sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, of course, like, there's, you know, there's still areas to go, but, like, we see where, you know, it, there is a, a very different, very different kind of performer that you see uh, week to week on Dynamite than we saw on NXT. And it's just awesome. So, good for her. I'm glad that whatever she found seemed to work. And maybe, honestly, maybe not not living up to your full potential at one place really kicks that second gear in when you get another shot somewhere else. Yeah. To To be like, okay, now I know what I actually want. I know what works better for me. You because, know. like, I mean, like, on the other side, like, yeah, she is doing better. But also people like, let's say, Private Party have just, like, they're the exact same as they mm-hmm. were before. Like, they haven't got any better. And so it's yeah. it's really just, like, the performer themselves, the environment, like, that they thrive in. That's kind of yeah. the bigger thing there. And we are, and then we talked about the TNT Championship match with Darby Allen and John Silver. It was a fun time. Yeah. I don't understand why... It's so like it's like I get it. It's like yes, there's an entire dark order behind this. But one, they're baby faces, so it's like Sting. You don't have to be that thing. It's like I'll be watching. I'll have your back. I'll have your back. It's like thanks, dude. Hey, thanks, hey, Dad. Hey, Darby, go in Christ, bro. This I was is hoping, oh though, my god, that's what beyond hope. This yeah, is. Well. I just realized this is. You know, old old Christian guy from the church, just like taking young punk skater kid who who was gonna kick out of for skating in the church parking lot yeah but then said nah nah, you can skate here kid it's fine yeah he's about to you ever thought about skate you ever thought about skating for christ yeah he's like taking up an interest in like in this kid and like yeah so you're you're not my dad you look you look you look one one kick flip away from worshiping worshiping the dark lord you ever thought about doing a pop shove it into heaven? <laughs> ever heard of King of Kings skateboards? <laughs> I have. Have you ever seen a uh, Stephen Baldwin uh, in a skateboard movie? Because I, I have. I I have. <laughs> I went That's to a so premiere of it wild. at Overland Park Cinema. Hey, and those skaters hey, came hey, to my church. We built. Hey, yes. I was gonna say, hey, Darby, you got you 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 like that movie Hook? You know that guy Rufio? Well, he's in a movie called Extreme Days that I think you're going to really enjoy. <laughs> I got a VHS over in the fucking Sunday school room. Oh, it, it, came, out, it came out on DVD. I got it. We can watch it. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. I, I, I do own it on VHS, though. Oh, That's how I own Extreme damn. Days. Um, is, that, is that Dynamite? Was that, was, that was Dynamite. Was I was really hoping Dynamite? Steam would come down from the rafters. Um, I knew it wasn't going to happen. but we, we skipped over it. One thing I do want to say is I, I love... Cody, no matter what he's involved in, oh, has to God. somehow like make it the most important thing imaginable. Yeah. I, who was he? Who did he have a match with this week? It was <sighs> did he even have a match? It was against or who was he talking with? Um, Tyler. See, whoever, he ca- whoever he called his best friend was it John Silver? Like no, it was fucking no, Q T Marshall. No, Q T Marshall. Marshall. God, he called his oh, best yeah. friend, which like we don't have a, an establishment. We forgot like, about that. Yeah, that he's Dustin's best friend, not Cody's. Also, Q T Marshall saying he couldn't fuck his wife is great. <laughs> <laughs> I I am not 
I am not on. I'm not toot toot on board in the on the fucking QT Marshall push. But I'm like, whatever. Cody came out and challenged him. Um, and yes, I would like to bring up. I mean, did we did did everybody see the preview for the new reality show with Cody and Brandy? I did not see mm. the preview. No. The only thing. Okay. I feel like it's worth. I feel like it's going to be worth watching because I think we're going to get a very intimate look into what. It's gonna be like Soci- Miss and Miss what a socio what a sociopath does day to day. I think it's gonna be Cody being like, "How do I look the best any given moment of the fucking day, baby?" I, I think and it's I think going to be, be to watch. the most boring version of Miss and Misses imaginable. Yeah, like Miss and Misses, there's there's scheduled shenanigans. I heard <laughs> him say he had a vasect- vasectomy reveal party. What gotta, is that? Well, I'm sorry. Well, that's get, insane. And that you rocks. get three seasons into it. You get three seasons into a show on fucking USA and tell me you don't need to fucking struggle for a little new content. I hope it's the vasectomy reveal party. Is it's like everybody shows up? Like Maurice walks in, he's like, "Ah, it's my vasectomy reveal party." Fucking whips off his pants. The doctor's right there, and they just fucking yeah. get to snipping. We're doing it in the house. <laughs> um. Uh, no, I think it's going to be like a case study on what two narcissists do when they live together. I think it'll be very, very cool to watch. They're going to try Cody to be so like endearing and relatable and cool. All right, so there was a part. It's official. A part of the, thi- the Cody yeah. and Brandy show report uh, will be a new segment uh, from Matt every week on the show. Yeah, because he wants to watch it. Fuck. Well, you know what? Hmm? I accept. <laughs> but that was it. That's wrestling. Okay. See ya. That was it. Just kidding. Um, ah, fucking got you. Should we? Bye-bye. Should we talk about what happened in Japan? Oh, yeah, we're two hours say, already. Okay. Well, okay. I'll, I'll keep it to this. Will Ospreay is trash, and New Japan is bigger trash for like, in like enabling this angle that they're doing, and like all this bullshit. Like right. he won. That so he was it New Japan Cup. You said is that what it? Was or yes, uh-huh. yeah. So, you, Bill, bad, bad tweet. Bill, uh, won New Japan Cup and then, uh, gave a cutter to B Priestley afterwards because yes. apparently she was holding him back or whatever. Because like, so, he yeah. lo- he loves the title more than anything or, or anyone. Or yeah, At, for a couple things, it, it's it's gross. Like, yeah, she's a wrestler, but like. It's gross because it's him. I, is that part of it? it? Well, it's, no, it's, it's gross because violence. yeah, yeah. If it's it's not if an it agreed upon a, match. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, there's no consent involved yeah, yeah. there. Like yeah. that's part of the whole thing with the with wrestling is like it is a consented to universe where like people like fight and like and things like that mm-hmm. and like intergender matches. There is a consent there. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Um, uh, there wasn't here, and yeah. also, like, the fact that she, like, is, you know, his significant other in real life, and they use that for storyline, and that's what this attack was. It was him yeah. attacking... I love this more than you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's so gross, like, yeah. and... Um, it's, just, it's, it's irresponsible storytelling. Like, it, it makes, sure, as a story, sure, but you could do that by being, like, Hey, Will, you've been emotionally distant the last couple months. Oh, it's because I love this more than you. You know, it's, you don't have to fucking go cutting somebody. You yeah. don't have to go fucking dropping a cutter on people that supposedly love you. Yeah. Yeah. What's uh, Manami Toyota's finisher that she stole, uh, Isai? Fuck, I, I always forget. Emerald, Emerald Flosion? Is that what it's? No, Emerald Flosion's a different Yeah. Move, um, but 
Anyways, uh, he should have done, if they were going to do this gross angle, he should have at least done that to her to just show that they're both, like, the same level of shithead. Yeah. Um, let's answer some questions. Um, I think we've hashed this out on the podcast and podcast enough, but Bryson asked, apparently he's, he's still way deep back, because I think we answered this a few weeks ago. Who's Team Kong and who's Team Godzilla? Isai's team doesn't care. Thank you. Mm. What are you? Um, Kong. Oh, makes sense. Uh, no, I mean obviously, like I'm not just Team Godzilla. Like I'm, yeah, I'm the I'm 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 a pastor in God- that church. You are Godzilla. Yeah, I would, <laughs> Matt. I would never say that. <laughs> I would. Well, um, it's not for you I, to say. I so like I had seen parts of it before. I had actually not actually watched all of Kong Skull Island ever before. Oh, it fucking rips. So it does it it makes Godzilla movies look subtle. <laughs> yes. 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 But that's Liter- the point. Yeah. Literally every line of it is the the exact line you'd expect. Yeah. And every single song is like like you know, because it's like Vietnam and stuff, and then it's like they're in a helicopter and paranoid starts playing, and Dude, then like yeah. it's and just like it's big gorilla I, whipping around also, the helicopter. They have a very stacked cast who is used of Marvel characters who is used so poorly aside from John C. Riley. <laughs> like Brie yeah, Larson and Tom Hiddleston do absolutely nothing in that movie. Uh, and I and, love it. It also has Samuel L. Jackson and John C. Riley's in Guardians of the Galaxy. Everyone in that movie is from the Marvel universe also. That's yeah, wild. That's exactly Vin Diesel what, voiced Kong. He didn't. That's a lie. Okay, There's like, Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Bradley Cooper. Um, but to answer this question, I am Team Kiss. I want them to kiss. I want them oh, to like, love I each other. Say, like, you're, I want you're them Team Detroit Rock City. Oh no! I want them to be friends. That's stupid. I want them. Kong sucks. I want them to be friends. No, there, there's not a world where it exists that they're friends, Derek. I'm sorry. That that answer. That's not what that the work. movie is gonna be. They're gonna team up against a bigger bad. What if it? Okay, guys. No, it's like it's literally. It's like it's not. I actually don't want to. I don't want to ruin what's going to happen in this movie for anyone who doesn't know. (laughs) What if there's? I'm not ruining anything. I'm just predicting. I've never seen the. I've never seen the OG Godzilla v Kong. Okay, no spoilers. Uh, do 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 not. That's not even what this is based on. I like know some stuff. Like I know. Were you reading the movie. Kong versus fucking Godzilla dirt I, sheets? <laughs> no, I avoided at all costs because I want to go into this movie blind, but I yeah. just only just so know. much. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you, you find some stuff out. Yeah. Um, what's the worst is this one's from Blurk. Uh, shout out Blurk. Um, Blurk. what's the worst instance of you losing progress in something, you know, like a game, a document, piece of art, etc. Also happy birthday again, Zach. Thanks, Blurk. Happy birthday. Um, I can um, go first. I got an emulator on my computer and played about 10 hours of Earthbound on the emulator oh over my the God. course of two days. I did not save it. Mm. I have never touched Earthbound again as it was one of the greatest that. video games I have ever played at that time. And then I had to redo 10 hours. But- yeah, ten hours of JRPG shit yeah. is that's a lot. Yeah. Like that's a lot of smash. At least you can usually get through that shit a little faster because you can just smash through those those like text boxes. Yeah, but still, 
I might I might pick it up again because I do want to know. I do want to know what happens about that mother three. Yeah. Um, I I have a few I can think of. I lost like five pages of like a short story Oof. I was working on once. Mm. Like I had an older save I could find, but my like computer like my file got corrupted. Yeah. Um, that was that's rough. crushing. Yeah. Um, I. Um, once accidentally reformatted my Xbox 360 hard drive and lost like you know 100 hours of Skyrim or whatever oh, that I was still fuck. playing. Like I was like I and I was like just deciding like oh I'll actually beat the main quest now. Like oh, no. and I like just started it and reformatted it. Um Oh, that's rough. Same thing happened with Morrowind because we had our original Xbox crash and I played that game for like five years on the same character and then lost it like after all that and never actually beat the main quest of that game with that character i played for five years yeah you sink five years into something i don't go back i don't go back yeah i actually i did go back and play like beat it like just the main quest but uh it was not the same I've i've definitely fucked up and like lost progress on video games for sure sometimes i don't yeah, sometimes I don't think to save. I've been in the, the issues where I get real pissed off, though. Genuinely, <clears throat> is like music stuff. If I'm oh, like, yeah. if I'm like oh, work, yeah. like editing music or like trying to write something or record something, and then something gets corrupted or fucks up, it's just like really, really frustrating. And that's happened to me a few times. Yeah, that 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 same thing has happened to me a few different times. It's like, oh great, like this thing I put in hours and hours on. And yeah, it's like it- oh, I finally. I finally got a good ass fucking take of something, and then it's just like, oh, the XLR cable on the snare mic fucked. You know, I don't know. There's just little things. Yeah. Um, but, uh, worst one for me is uh, in in doing inventory when I worked at Verizon. Um, fucking computer crash like while we were like about to be done, and we do it like once uh, a month, oof. and it was already like late after work, and we had to do it all over again. Ugh. Oh my god. That's like that's that second go around where no one talks to each other. Yeah, we were trying to like fucking just rush through it. Yeah. Right at first we we're hanging out, goofing yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. You're kinda like shooting the shit a little bit. Yeah, not this not the second time. No. 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 We had that backlash episode. <laughs> oh where wow. we fucking drove back. out to and we drove it wasn't just like a normal episode that we lost to, like it we happened to do it at Derek's house, so I had to drive out there. <laughs> yeah. Record for no reason. And then I live off the grid. Like drive home. Um. Yeah, that was. <laughs> that did, it was so non consequential. You know what? I, you know what I like to think of it as hmm. truly, truly, is the idea of, of of losing something that you put a bunch of work into. Hmm. The cosmic joke, baby. Yeah. This reminds you that you're alive. Cosmic yeah. wings from Applebee's. <laughs> cosmic Co- brownie. Cosmic wings and pizza. Yeah. Well, that's the show. Thank you. Thank you for the questions. Thank you for indulging us in our our wrestling talk. Thanks for the memories. Thanks for the memories. And then when um, when you get to this episode, Bryson, yeah, but it's in the future from now, yeah. Fuck off. Remember? Well, I think (laughs) I think I think Bryson is going to listen to the recent ones and go back as he can. That's my guess. I I think Bryson is our biggest fan. When you listen to the, that's not true. Emma exists. I think Emma is our best fan. I think Bryson is our biggest fan. 
Mm. And if, if anyone out there mm. listening wants to challenge that, please, goddamn it, let us know online. Please yeah. do by like go buying multiple shirts and yeah, or even just leave yeah. comments on things or or find us personally. I'm sure yeah. my info is out there. <laughs> um, right. Hey, I'll if you, you like, I'll give you guys his phone number right now on air. <laughs> I I did that one time and I think Zach bleeped it out. So I I believe I did. Um, well, he's not gonna uh, bleep out you, this one. It's two zero eight two. I was like, oh uh, shit, you did pull it up. <laughs> if you like, say you want to be a huge fan, but you like your closet's pretty full. You don't need shirts. Just, just like give us money. There's actually like a tip jar, I think, in the like episode description oh, that you can just yeah, give us money for no reason. Yeah, just hey, do it. Buy, give, give us, us money. Money. Buy me some of the Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar Cream Soda. You've made it two hours and twelve minutes into this help episode. Me, help me! Now's the point that we fucking start making demands. Help me pay for yeah. the corporate Zoom, <laughs> so we don't. It pays for itself. Yeah, it does not. It does I not. think that's the it only doesn't. thing I pay for at this point. Um. So thanks, eavesdrop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, help us. Help us. We love help. you. Please, eavesdrop. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. help us more. <laughs> and you know what, Chip Cookie? We haven't forgot about you. Oh, yeah, sponsor us. Fuck yeah, us. fuck off, Chip. You we fucking, yeah. about fucking dog shit ass. We want you to sponsor us, but you won't. You know what? I want to be sponsored by Cinnadust. Not Cinnamon yep. Toast Crunch, Cinnadust specifically. Oh, did, let's, yeah, let's not even No, we're not talk we're about. not dredging that up. Yeah, the like unfortunate that. wrestling tie into all of that. No, 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 no. 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 Um anyway, that's the show. I want to dredge <laughs> something in Cinnamon Toast Crunch dust and deep fry it. Hell yeah. That sounds Ooh. great. Um okay. Thank you all Happy for listening. WrestleBoys three sixteen says Sylvester Stallone is King Shark. I was like honestly so fucking excited when I watched that trailer the other day because I, I have not seen it. I haven't seen the first one. I haven't seen the Harley Quinn one. I don't even care. 